John on a fucking yeah. special court. <laughs> After this, the price definitely gotta go up. After the price definitely gotta go up. You heard? Yeah. What you expect? Told you I wanted, I got it for less. Uh-huh. Niggas be talking, I can't defend. What else? Never forgiven, I never forget. Uh-huh. Stick in my hand, but they feeling the threat. Take the advance, but I take the percent. Uh-huh. In the lab and you see the effects. They post all my stories and get some respect. What, what you, you expect? expect? Everything about a check. Check. See me take up on the jet. Jet. I'll get dreams I project. Ooh. I was broken, niggas left. Now these bitches that I'm back. I leave. The guy ain't worked through the I ain't been broke. See him feeling I hate that you have access to it. Niggas confuse me. Don't know what you're talking about. I ain't put off for the set. I was like turning up the wrong thing But um, hey, how's everyone going? This is um the 34th episode of the What You Expect podcast Make sure you hit the subscribe button Like you're hitting these girls' DMs This is um who, who, we, who we not giving 34 to Shaq, right? Shaq, Shaq. If you want to keep it football, Steven Jackson Steven Jackson was 34? I thought he was 32 He's 34. On what team? The Rams. I thought he was 32. I thought he was 32, too. Are you sure, are you sure about that? Are you, are you lying to the listeners right now? Wasn't Walter Payne 34? Walter Payne was 34. You can go with that one. Ooh, Walter Payne's cool, too. Yeah, I mean, sweetness. Shaq or Walter Payne can't go wrong. Yeah. Are, you, are we going to make a decision? I'm giving. I'm leaving up to you. Go Walter, right. go Walter Payton. All right, we're Walter Payton. This, so this is 34th episode of the Walter Payton episode of the What You Expect podcast. Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Like I told you, go on the website. We got articles. Um, listen, in the meantime, we were just telling John how Mountaintop and The Talk are his two best songs other than what you expect. Um, music coming soon. Um, anything else you, you guys want to say? Brandon's here. Marcus here. John here. I'm speaking really fast because um, we had a delay um, start because there's no parking by my house, so yeah, they're um, giving away something here. Like, is there like it's like a casino around here now? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you like you. I don't know how people could live down here because it's not like New no York. Drives. But like it that's the like, weird part because like, this leave isn't cars New York, there? yo. No, like I understand this. Is, like you try to be. This isn't New York. It's so, like it's not like you have trains and shit left and right. My nigga, like. This thing Yo, is niggas have cars. over here. So I'm like, where the hell are you going? Like, there's, there's a train, a train right there. Just walk. Like, but like niggas have cars. Yeah, because I don't know why. It's still kind of Jersey. No, it is Jersey. That's my and that's exactly my point. Oh, okay, I get you. The fact that there's absolutely no parking out here is is utterly ridiculous. By the way, we're talking it's about Jersey City. Um, so if you see me, you know, say what's up. Um, where did I? Oh yeah. So how was everyone's weekend before we get into the podcast? Uh, I laid low. I had a cool chill. weekend. Uh, I went to a. I got to witness a, a white satanic ritual. In which uh, what circles are you in now, bro? Yeah, nah. The music, the music industry gets you to a lot of wild things. Yeah, and, I'd uh, say a satanic ritual is up there. Yeah, nah, nah. But I went to uh, I went to the High Caliber Festival on Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to my guy Anti Serum, uh, my boy Glady Music. Uh, so basically, uh, it was a EDM festival. Uh, I believe gotcha. dubstep was the sub drama really or bass. So uh, I don't really. It makes sense now that I thought you were gonna say ritual. dubstep was like a artist, but I didn't know that was a music. Yeah, no. Nah, so like the EDM no? world is just a. It's a very wow. weird. It's a. It's an interesting. It's it's just a different place. It's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, no. Nah, so I was there. So that was a very interesting thing for me to see. Um, a lot of naked white women. Uh, just in in. Men just like bopping their heads to just sounds. 
But like, it, it like not even just sounds, just like random, like ooh, like just like, <laughs> like, 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 boop, boop, like, yo, it was just the scene. I don't know, man. It was, it was, it was interesting to see. But nah, so I was there because uh, me and Anti Serum have a record coming out, which is actually dropping Thursday. Uh, my nice. first time doing a, well, actually, my second time doing a, a EDM joint, but it's actually getting dropped on a, a huge EDM label. Shout out to Disciple Records. So that should be dope. But uh, yeah, that's why I was down on Saturday. Um, won some money on Sunday. Uh, I got to see my Patriots do what my Patriots are going to probably do. I made the most money most I've ever game. made in a in a single day on Sunday, by the way. Yeah. Uh, John's in the group chat, so he's seen, yeah, he's Dwa's, seen the wires. Dwa's a little insane but hey man it's not you're not insane if it works so who am i to say and you can still be insane if it works like yeah i guess a little bit but anyway yeah. uh nah other than that man my my uh my weekend was cool how about you guys man you guys do anything I fun low. um i don't like this like fall winter vocals yeah i have i've been having too much fun it's like i'm locking in on the goals you know i gotta get a bag i'm trying to quit my job um so far so far three well we're three quarters in so far everything's been going well uh, me and Marcus talked yesterday about fourth quarter plans. Yep. So now it's lock-in season for the rest of the year. I, I'm going to come in in December. I'm personally not a fan. I, I like you better when you're very mixy doing uh, very questionable oh, things mi- on a Saturday. Yo, mixy, mixy thoughts coming back in 2020, but it's like when you become way more successful than your peers, you have to create new ones. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? So I'm going I'm to I'm confess Shit. something to here, here today on the podcast. Um, I have... So... Dwight has been telling everybody that he's smarter than them uh, or smarter than his friends for a I while. Noticed he, what he, you, told, I, he told us. I noticed what you've been stealing, too. And, he told us that he's going to get this off, too. And he said he was going to get it off. We he didn't did. believe it, and he has consistently done it. So I say, if you can't beat him, join him. So what I did and what I will continue to do is tell everybody that I'm your new favorite artist. And every day you're going to wake up to see me telling you that I'm your new favorite artist. I, and I guess what? I noticed that on Twitter. And guess what? I'm gonna be a new favorite artist. Just speaking it into existence. Hey man. So actually, so can do it. I, I was I'm actually oh, I'm sorry not to cut you off, but I've also seen many people realize the vocal way. I saw another nigga. I think Dwight retweeted him. And it was like, y'all since y'all niggas let Dwight get Insta uh, Twitter famous, y'all better support, support me. me. Yeah, so shout out to like Mikey. <laughs> but yo, so that shit was funny the, so people asked me this, and I was like having I had a whole theory about why why I do that. So. We're just going to get real quick into like how crazy and sick my brain is. So I have this thing where all like successful people have like similar traits, you know, no matter what the industry, everyone has like similar traits. And I noticed Donald Trump does that a lot where he's like, he just tells you certain things. My forecast. That fucked me up. He just tells you certain things, but whatever. Long story short, my example of someone who just tells you certain things, but it's definitely not true is Kobe Bryant. So, Kobe Bryant... Why oh, you got to come with the Mamba now? Kobe Bryant built this image in the league as a tough guy, like a, a, a hard ass. But every time he's ever pressed a nigga, he's gotten his ass whooped. And people have loved... Like, I feel like one of the reasons people love Kobe so much... When he get his ass whooped? Nah, he's been chipped before. He's been chipped. He's been chipped. He got snubbed by Chris Childs. Chris Childs, right. yeah. Chris Childs got Miller. a sucker. I'll give you Reggie Miller. And then, too. So who else? Someone else beat him up. Brandon, check this. Some, he, he got beat, beat up by three people. But regardless of anything, Kobe has Matt made... Matt Barnes? No, no, no. Matt no, Barnes, no, no, no. Matt Barnes had this thing where he like yeah. tried to throw the ball at him but, and Kobe didn't but, but, no, but, he, but my point I, is... He is right. My, he, he my point is like fight record in the NBA. Kobe Bryant has created an image, and part of the reason why people say Kobe is where he is 
is simply because of that image that he created. Like, he's also an amazing basketball player. But everyone always says, like, what's it called? One of the most famous things is Mamba mentality. Right. LeBron doesn't have that Mamba mentality. If LeBron had that arrogance, because LeBron would, of course, beat Kobe up in the fight. If he had that Kobe attitude and that grit where he acts like he doesn't talk to no one. Oh, he'd be the unquestioned goat. He'd be the unquestioned, <laughs> unquestioned. goat. So, yeah, my whole thing is I'm about to just start being fake arrogant for, I mean, hopefully nobody runs this tape back, you know, when our listeners get into the, Thousands of thousands and be like, oh, Dwa's just acting when you guys see me like. Oh, when we blow up, they're definitely going to come for you. Because I'm going to. You know going to happen. When I get back on Instagram, my, fir- my first post is going to be, um, I'm more successful than all my peers who don't dribble basketball. So um, I guess we should get right into the, <laughs> the podcast. Be real popular with that one. <laughs> so um, basically, you know, this week I had a, a very, I was inside. So, you know, I, I would only communicate people via FaceTime, text, you know. Shout out to Joel. Joel's actually supposed to be here. This has nothing to do with Joel, but it just came to my mind. Shout out to Joel. Um, my question to you guys is, how do dudes be getting off, like, wild shit? Like, have you guys ever been, like, have you ever heard stories of, like, a dude who has, like, two girlfriends? Yeah. And they both know each other or, like. Two a, baby moms. Two baby moms. Are, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yep. it's, like, fucking both of them and they know it. Like, has that ever, like, clicked in your head and be like, yo, how's this nigga getting this off? Because I can't get it off. Yeah. Or have you tried to get it off? Never, I have never tried to get it off. I've not tried to get I wouldn't even think Because I've, I've been in situations before where I've messed with multiple, multiple women. Yeah. But every time that something has been found out, it's been, you know, violence towards me. Uh, my Honda Accord guy keyed one time. Like, it's just, it's just been bad. It's been bad things. So I wanted to <laughs> bring it up to you guys. Like, how are niggas getting this off without violence? I mean, it's that mama mentality, isn't it? It's the same, mama, isn't the same conversation? Like, it? it feels like a continuation. Yeah, it's like the same. Like you guys, just, I think you just try shit, and if it sticks, if it goes, you just keep doing it. You so, have you guys ever like tried to get some crazy shit off? I've never tried. Or what's the craziest shit you ever tried to get off? <sighs> craziest shit I tried to get. Off. I tried to get off where you knew, like, yo, I'm I'm fucking wilding right now. This is like this is not supposed. to... I should not be doing this. With a woman, of course. I mean, or man. I don't know if you guys are secretly. Damn, that's a tough question. I think, um, I, I mean, so what I tried to get off one time was like, I tried to I, I tried to talk to three girls that were like best friends and like. That's spicy. I mean, I've done that many times, but. Like, I, the same I, time. I definitely like hit one, got rejected, hit another, got rejected, hit the third, got rejected. Damn. But went for the shots. Pulled up. Actually, I just thought of a story. This might not be the wildest thing, but it's definitely something that I can bring up. Because, I mean, maybe some people would know the story, but who cares? Fuck them. Um, so in college, senior year, I was wilding. Like, I was like, right after, well, I was kind of single junior year, but senior year, I was wilding. And I was messing with this one girl, right? And she had a party at her crib. <laughs> and then during this party, she was like, oh, like, you know, if you want to tell your friends, pull up. So your friends pull up. So I hit up like other girls that I was talking to at the same time. And the thing is, like, you know how girls, I don't know if you noticed, like girls always know the girls that you either would fuck or are fucking. Have you guys noticed that? Yeah, absolutely. They have radars. So they they already know, like, Like, oh, you're really friendly with that girl. So that happened. And like, it kind of got like, you know, weird. And then she like kicked the girls out and it got into a whole little, little frenzy. So that's probably. She kicked the girls out, but not you. Nah, I stayed. I slept up. And I probably hit that night, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and see, and, and, you know, it's crazy to me. So, like, I, I'm the nigga who, like, the reason I haven't really done anything wild, 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 because I'm the nigga that don't like, like, I, I'm not a rejection nigga. Like, if I'm a, so I'm, I'm much more of an efficient nigga than I am a shooter. 
So like, if, so you, if, you you don't like so, objections, is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. So I I shoot knowing I'm a score. Like I, I shoot <laughs> like tall, hard. That's, I think like that's a tall nigga mentality. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I like I shoot. Niggas aren't hunters. I, yeah. I'm definitely not a hunter. But then again, because I'm tall and because like I, I'm relatively good looking, I don't I don't necessarily have I'm to hunt. Relatively good looking. He's trying <laughs> to stay humble. <laughs> I don't have to. Uh, I've never had to like od od press to get something. So that's why I usually I can chill out and like, all right, like I'll, I'll probably get something nice amongst, you know, catch a, catch a net. You feel me? Just throwing that out there, I'll catch it on the way over. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So I never, I guess that's why I never actually, but I know a lot of niggas who've like just done, like I know not just, you know, shout out to my guys. I know a bunch of my niggas like one day, like in 17, just trained some John. Uh, like just randomly just hit it, left the room. Another nigga came in, hit it, left the room. But like I, w- I was never, I oh, could never do it. Shit. I'm nigga, but like we like niggas, niggas are wild like that. Like I know niggas who are just dead wild like that. Just fuck it. I mean, we were kids when things nah, like don't, that don't, nah, them niggas don't. <laughs> and I was not a part of this trade. That mentality like, <laughs> don't change much though. Niggas don't change that much. Niggas don't change, but niggas act right for like, like they want to like keep their wife or kid or like. And niggas grow up. They kind of figure out what's important. I only yeah. think niggas grow up with a purpose, though. That's like, what, no, that's like, my point. Like yeah. you have to have a purpose. Like if you don't if, have any purpose, yeah. if you don't, don't have any you purpose, you're not yeah. gonna just be like, yo, I'm gonna stop fucking bitches while because because um, that, inv- and that my mom or because I'm thirty. That because that that ends up being your purpose. It's just mm-hmm. being that nigga. Like oh, I'm still fucking mad so bitches. So actually, that's kind of like funny because people were like. Oh, like I hate when I see like older guys. We we kind of talked about that in the group chat too, about like older guys in the club. And it's like, why would he stop going to the club if you're single? Like, I mean, me, I'm tired of it. I, I feel you, but, but it's yeah, like, but yo, like, like, you stop going to the club. It's I think like, that scene can be too much. Can just get old after a while. I mean, it should. For, no, no, it should for me yeah, for but sure. If you, like, if you're still you single I'm, at I'm forty. Outside. It's like go outside. You try to find some hoes. Well, like, yeah. What am I do inside? You have forty. If you're forty, you, you're you're in your career. You can probably buy buy a section. You're probably gonna find some hoes, and you're probably gonna catch a young one too. And you're probably gonna get you a nice little 24 year old, 23. Hopefully, I'm not. But if I'm single, you're single at 40. 40, You're you're in the club. I'm buying the. I'm John inviting everybody. If he's single or not, he's going to be in the club because he's a rapper, and that's like an obligation for rappers. True. Like little Wayne be in the club. I'm being sad as hell. I'm being events. Like he literally be in the club. Like if you ever see. Little Wayne in the club with other rappers, like everyone's like happy in the pictures. Like Little Wayne's just straight face. See, the, see, you know, because I'm everybody's favorite rapper, right? So, yeah. that, <laughs> so because of that, you know, I, I know that that you know you gotta do the color appearances. But I, I, I like I'm going to make sure I set my shit up where like I never get to the point where Wayne, where you know Wayne was in that, that you know when he was first coming out, he was in every strip club every sure. night. For he maybe was, when he was eleven, you know, three months. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. With cash money, oh, nigga. From then to like, he'll tell you. Nigga was telling stories how <laughs> baby and them had bitches sucking his dick at like thirteen, yeah. and like in hotel rooms and shit. Like, the, like these, like you know, what I'm saying. So, so think about it's how long Wayne. Like, think about how long Wayne been in the clubs. Yeah. And now he's what forty, damn near, and he's still in those same clubs with these young niggas who are hyped to be there. Yo, it's crazy because we like got into a tangent where this really wasn't on the list, but it's like. That's why when you were saying like, oh, um, actually this segues me perfectly. So you were like, oh, you're in those same clubs. And I was like, I feel that same way. Like even for us, like we're Jersey niggas. A lot of people don't have that same culture, but like we were in clubs when we were like 14, 15. We weren't drinking or anything, but it's just like that same like dark room shit is like loud music. Like I'm tired. I'm off it. Facts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the reason why I brought that up, I just got a FaceTime call and John was like, oh, who is that? So... This this brings me to a conversation about like when girls say men aren't shit. 
I've been called. All right. all, I've been called. I can't all, wait to see where this goes. I've been called all types of names recently because I've changed my lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? So like, I've, have you changed your life? I feel I'm, like I'm 100% changed my lifestyle. And that's why I, I'm, I'm getting these. to the point. So I've changed my lifestyle. Like, I've, like I've told certain girls, like, you know, this we're never like getting to that next level. So it's, you know, we should probably wrap things up. You know what I'm saying? We could be cool, yada, yada, yada. Right. Boom. Oh, so, you, so you're changing your seasonal females. Okay. I get it. You do some mean, ro- roster upheaval. I get it. Yes. It's a rebuild. It's, it's a rebuild season. <laughs> it is a rebuild I'm, season. I'm, I'm, it's you. the Miami Dolphins. Trust the process. Try, I'm trying to get a ring now. No, I feel you. So, I feel you. Uh, you know, you call me the Dolphins, whatever. But I went to the last one. So I was on the last one, and I was like, boom, like, yeah, I'm kind of like friends with somebody right now, like... She was trying to come up to NYC for the weekend. I was, she was going to stay with me. I was like, uh, you know, I don't know if that's really going to work out. And then I've been called all types of names. <laughs> all types of names. But I, like, I was talking to Kev about it. I was like, yo, don't you think I did the right thing? Because I could have had Shorty up here. You did the right thing. You're just not by these women, like individually. How's that men not shit? Like, we're not together. See no, so all right. So like, get me into it. Get me into it. But did they think that though? Like no, no. Like she knew. Like she knew. Like, she knew what it was, and she yeah, was just and mad. When she said that, I was like, "Yo, you don't even really want me like that." You know what I'm saying? Like, do she you just want to come to New York? Maybe she's just bored. She just she, wanted a trip. <laughs> she's still gonna come regardless. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just like what does like you know what I'm saying? What does men not being shit have to do with the fact that we're not about to kick it? But see, the thing is, so the fact that she it's more the fact that you she wasn't the one that you decided to, to for sure she hold said that. on to and she said like oh like how I'm, how I'm gonna be out here competing with another bitch like what I look like and I'm like and you're not listen because <laughs> now you touch her pride yeah she yeah. said my ego sir she's these are all words she said and then she the thing that made me laugh the most I really hope she don't listen to the love so because she knows the podcast but the thing that really fucked me up the most is she was like she was, I forgot what she said. She was like, I feel like girls, when they talk to certain niggas, they look like, oh, like, I'm talking to you. Like, they, like they're above you. I'm like, bitch, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> you know the fuck vocals in? <laughs> yeah, so she been, she been, you know, she said she was going to put me on blast or whatever on Twitter. I mean, I'm sure you have a couple, like, fuck this nigga accounts. Oh, no, I have a couple bitches, like, if they see me in the street, it probably is. Because, all right, so actually, let me get into it. So that, like, this is a, basically goes back to um, what you said about how you don't be hunting. So what happens with girls all the time is, like, I'll go out of mad heart. I'll be like, oh, like, I fuck with you. You're fine. Like, you know, like, kind of persistent. You know, they're like, oh, ha, ha, do I, what's up? You know what I'm saying? And then eventually what happens is they start fucking me. And then that's when it gets dicey because it's like, I'm just talking. Like <laughs> you're hunting. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything for you. I'm just hunting. This is just the mode. This is just the mode. Like yeah. I haven't gotten. Like I don't even like. Like I might have said all this wild shit. I haven't even gotten to the point where I like you yet. So it's like now they're fucked up because they're like, oh shit, I thought this nigga liked me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm giving you the chance. Like no bitch. Like I'm giving you the chance. Like after we're, we're talking, right. I was just going through my my beginning script. If that makes sense. Sorry, this is a very toxic episode. We weren't really supposed to get this deep. I don't know if it's toxic. I mean, but it's like I have like a script I do. <laughs> Sounds like a sales pitch now Like when it's you're in sales like the sales calls So like one of my favorite things Like that I do Is where I'll, I'll make sh- Like So first you gotta be super persistent Or you gotta make it seem like You really Like they really want you And then Completely change your personality Cause then they'll really fuck with you So I'm sorry just Not to uh, I just wanna quickly Quickly chime in Because this is very Very interesting to someone like me mm-hmm. And it Before I let you finish I'll tell you why so because I'm not a hunter and because I don't like rejection and, you know, the height thing, all that good stuff, right? 
I get I, women get mad at me for being so non-persistent. And I always think in my head, well, you, you know, women a lot of times say, oh, niggas be too thirsty, niggas be too this, too that, too that. Yep. Yet you're Them upset with love, me. Love that shit. Yet you're upset with me for being for not being persistent enough to, you know, pursuing you as you're pursuing me, right? So it's interesting to hear how, you know, persistent you are, and which makes you think it's in my head. A, most, a lot of niggas are probably the same way and probably approach women the same way. And that's why women like, get confused with lot, me when I'm so laid back uh, and non-persistent. Yeah. So that's why I was saying, like, you got to be mad persistent to fall back because it fucks with their head. Because they're like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, nothing's happened. And last week you was on my dick. It kind of hurts their ego. Like, it's like, you Shit. was on my dick last week, just a week ago. And then about a week ago, shout out to Bobby's coming out next year, I think. But, um, yeah, like, you, you just got to switch up on them. But that's funny because what you just said, just switches. Shout out to Glory and Creed. We were talking about it on Twitter. I don't know if you guys saw it. And it's funny because we're watching a Joe Budden podcast. But Maul, let me see if I can find a tweet. Basically, Maul sw- said that, oh, damn, I wish we could find a tweet. But he basically said something about tricking, right? They, were, they had a conversation about tricking. And he was saying, anytime you, you're spending money on a girl you wouldn't necessarily have access to, you're tricking. And then the, wait, wait, wait. Anytime you're spending money on a girl that you wouldn't have access to. Yes, access to. I'm going to see if I can find a quote that she sent me. I began so much fucking interactions. Spending money, money on, on, on you're not inter- you wouldn't act or interact with otherwise. Like you wouldn't have access to. And that's tricking. Oh, yeah, hold up. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, so he said, um, Sounds like it, it's, um, it's according to this is Gloria's tweet. According to Maul's definition of tricking, it's spending money on a person whose time you wouldn't have access to if you weren't spending money. Okay, I agree. But the reason I, re- let me, I don't, I don't, don't I do. you know what I don't Why? agree because I think it's just another factor. Not to cut you an, off, but yeah, it's just another factor yeah. because. So what's your def- so what's your def- before we even dive into comparisons? What Actually, is your definition? No, of tricking? it's gonna be it's gonna be both. It's gonna be twofold. So I think tricking has a negative connotation. I agree with that definition technically because I feel like if you're spending money on someone, like let's say we're dating and like every time we go out, I'm spending money. Like yes, I'm tricking. But you know we're kind of sort of building to something. If you're dating, you're tricking. See, but I don't think you're tricking. And that, and I, feel like, I think that'd be outside of it. Though. Like I feel like so that's what I'm saying. Tricking, like it's just dating. That's just so the, yeah. The what is tricking then? So my, my because my we, definition you wouldn't have before you get into the definition real quick. My my point to her was like even I'm gonna say Diddy. Actually, even us certain girls that we talk to. If we weren't where we were in our life, we wouldn't have access to the girls that we talk to. Like if we was just some nigga working at McDonald's. They're not fucking with us. And right. it's not that they're gold digging. It's just like, that's just part of our, our like... It's part of the package. It's, it's like part what of our looking package. For. Yeah. But, but what I think Maul is saying, which I, what, what I agree with, is that if you're spending money with not the intention of dating, but spending money on a female... I, I understand he didn't say it. I'm saying what I, what, how I took it from, you know, what he said. If you're, if you're spending money on the female with the intention of hitting and knowing that she's only with you because of the money you're spending... And you know, and knowing mm. that you're only hitting because of the money you know you're spending, then you're now tricking. See, I didn't consider the fact that you would know that she's only into you for the money. So, well, I think my, if you if you if you know that going in, then I think right, that's, so, that that makes it tricking. So I that's think. what so that's where it gets dicey. To you know, if you've been on Twitter, they've been calling P from QC ugly all day. Women yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. and he has he just had two up. two kids by Lyra Galore and like, I think her name's like Kyler. Both fine. 
he dated them, but those girls aren't fucking with him if he's not P, you know what I'm saying? Yes, so it's like, but, it's, was he tricking the whole time? No, no, because, all right, this is why I think it's the difference. They wouldn't know P if he didn't have money. I agree. Him having money doesn't necessarily mean that's why they went on a date with him. Because these are women who are around other women, uh, around other men who have the same access as as P does. Or maybe even more. Lira Girl, was she fucking with almost Drake at one point? She's fucking with Rick Ross. So, yeah, she almost damn near about to marry that nigga. Isn't P, you you would think... P has, he, but let's let's just say P does have more of the bag. My point is, she's not. I'm, I'm assuming. Okay, I understand. If she has access to P. She has access to other niggas like P. Is my point. Okay, right. So right. my thing is, if you're you have access to a bunch of other niggas like him, and you decide to go with him, it doesn't necessarily mean you trick to get her. But I feel like because now, 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 but now when you but say what that, just, what if that's just your client base though? Like if if you're if it's a tricking thing, what if that's like, like because she just likes getting people, like I want to like get that. tricked on. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't. That's why this conversation I, I is dicey. But then I also there's layers though. There's very, there's there are layers. There are I also layers. think there's. I also think tricking also involves just spending money you don't have to in order to fuck. I don't know if that matters. I don't know if that matters. Well. And I'm gonna tell you what. I, I'm gonna tell you why, why, it, yeah, why does that matter? So all right, if I'm going out with a chick, right, and I let's just say I make let's just say I don't make a lot of money. Yep. Right. But I'm going out with chick, but she's cool going to McDonald's all the time, and I get her a couple McDonald's shits. I'll get her a couple like $10 shits. Shits that I can afford that I got, that's no problem. I don't necessarily think that's tricking. Because that's, I think that's everyday stuff if you trying to get if you trying to get the box. That's everyday box moves. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think that's anything mm-hmm. extra to get the box. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're trying to get the box, you're gonna do, you know, buy her, maybe you're gonna buy her the drink. So today. if you're rich, you can, you're, you can basically aren't ever. Unless, tricking. unless, unless you real like so if, if you're tricking, right? If you haven't hit, if you're a rich nigga, you haven't hit yet, you're trying to hit, you buy her like a, a, new, a new Bentley. But if that's I'm rich, tricking. but if no, I'm rich, but, but that's extra though. That's why is because, why is it extra? Ben, a Bentley's almost uh, what two hundred thousand. A Bentley's a little excessive. Thou? No, but Marcus, to a nigga who has a hundred M's is, is light. Right? Yes, but that could be the same as me buying McDonald's when I was in college, bro. Yes, but you talking about a nigga hundred M's? I'm talking about a rapper. I'm talking about not not not. Rap, yeah. Rappers like, aren't buying girls Bentleys. Right, so, maybe okay, Pete okay, would, okay. but he has a hundred ads. Okay, so a new let's say a new artist who probably isn't not, not even a millionaire yet, and they got a, a you know a girl they're talking what to a new Celine like a Birkin, bag, a Birkin bag, a new Birkin. Like that, yeah, come on, nigga, he ain't got he ain't got the money for much, Birkin. How, how much Birkin is cost? Nigga, Birkin was like fifteen, right? nigga. Fifteen? I don't I know. Like I've never bought a Birkin. Fifteen, nigga, Birkin. Why do you guys actually? Why do you guys know what fucking Birkins are? You don't. I mean, you gotta buy. You know, sometimes you gotta buy a couple. You know, Valentine's Day. You bought a Birkin. Yo, <laughs> I had dated and messed with women who love high end shit. But like Birkins, them, Birkins is past Chanel but, and fucking. No, but, yeah. but when they send yeah, you the, the but when right they send now. you the, the Birkin fucking clutch that costs three bands, you can only imagine how much the fuck a whole purse costs. The clutch costs three. Yes, <laughs> nigga, this is all real numbers, my G. Birkin don't no play. I don't even know what if this is in uh-huh. <laughs> like. And I oh, there we go. <laughs> like, like, like these bags and shit. So, so my main point is, I also think that's another another factor into it. Like, it's got to be in a situation like if, you, like, like, like if you, I agree. If you had a hundred M's buying a John to Bentley, isn't a lot for you. If you Jay Z and you a billionaire and you and you you know you doing some side shit, you copy a chick a house. I still feel that's like that's really hurting you. Still so seems like tricking was, though. So I had a little a tweet today about kind of that the the P thing, and I was like, rich niggas, you know how we always have that gold dicker conversation. But broke niggas be having that conversation. I feel like as a rich nigga, you might just want the girl who just like, oh, I'm here for the money. 
Like she's not gonna buy. Like you're the girl. Like no, like like she's not gonna buy. It doesn't matter. And if she and if she, and if she starts really acting up, that, you just throw her away and trick on another chick. I, I really, I really don't think most. I really think, doubt most rich niggas feel that way. I'm not gonna say not none of them do, but I don't think that's a you're common saying, rich nigga. Like thing. They they don't feel what way? Like about like just to say I, I just want I know she's gonna get digger, that's fine. I'm just gonna you know, I just want well, why do they do it? Cause I, I feel like I, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I've been in competition think, with niggas who have bags and the thing is you can't even compete anymore. Because when, I, when a nigga's throwing like just light bread, like, oh, like I'm gonna book this flight for you. Like, mind you, now we can buy flights, but when I was really in hunting days, you're like 23, 24. You just got out of college. You ain't have no fucking bread to compete with nah, these niggas. You're not flying girls out. You know, I can't nah, buy. Them. I can't buy you the flight. No. You buying a flight? No, I'm not buying a flight. Exactly. <laughs> what do you buy a flight now? Nah, I've been in, I, I, in the past. I've been in a situation where I was asked to, and I. Why wouldn't you buy the flight? Because I buy the flight. Um. Why didn't I? I didn't buy the flight because a there. Uh, I I probably could have hit, but then I thought about so. The, I, all right, I'm also a psychopath, and I also see everything as a business move, right? So I'm thinking in my head. All right, what's my return on investment for paying what three hundred dollars for the round trip and and what the hotel for the night? Even if I get a motel for the low. I'm still paying an extra hundred. So I'm oh, fire. Fire. I'm I'm motel. John is a crazy <laughs> nigga, bro. No, but uh, John is a crazy nigga. Some nasty shit though. Like if I'm really gonna be nasty about it, I'm not. Like, if you so ever my, tell my me you're buying a bitch, I'm putting in a motel, no, bro. Right, delete so, my number, so bro. Even, all right, so, so, we, so now we're talking the hotel, right? So she's yeah. here for the weekend, right? Uh, what 200, 200 a night for a decent hotel? Uh huh. So we have five. So we already at like five. So yeah. we now touching five, six just to get the box. And no, wait, no, I'm not done yet. Yeah, now, now that she's right? here, now we gotta go somewhere. Gotta go somewhere. We gotta hit the restaurant. Now I gotta buy the drinks. I done flew out. Well, I can't. Well, we gonna split it. It's another couple. I don't, I don't fact. I don't. So, 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 so now, so now we have, so now we have seven hundred six and a half. Like yeah. now we gotta get some liquor though. We got a drink. I gotta get a sauce <laughs> to hit. So yeah. now we already touching seven. I'm damn near seven just to catch a box for two nights. The return on investment's horrible. It's a bad return on investment. It depends who it is, bro. Yo, that's a nah, horrible it's a, return no, it's a, it's on a bad investment, investment, bro. It's a bad investment. It's a bad investment, but unless we make a lot it. of bad investments. Unless, unless I, that, what? Buying bottle service is a bad investment. That, that is still, true. That's still that cheaper. That is true. It's a terrible than investment. Than bad investment. It depends how many people you It depends on where you're at. And it depends where you're at. If you're in New York, like 700 is nice. But I'm also not a bottle popper. I'm I'm a I'm a bottle buyer if A it's a special event or B I'm being supplied the bottle for a re, for I'm going to an event whatever but right. I'm not going to, like I if I'm chilling I there's absolutely no reason for me to to buy a bottle no no reason no reason so you're not flying. I already told you no. I'm trying to think. Is there, is there, ever, like, is there you, ever a good time where I where you flying like, Lori Harvey out? Yeah, me no. It's a bad return on investment. Oh, you know. Because my so, thing is, so it's any girl. There's no girl that you would fly. Unless out. I got it, Lori Harvey, you fly her out. That's no, a business I'm investment, I'm bro. You get seen out here with a picture that's gonna be like, wait, who wait, wait. is this nigga with Lori Harvey? I got another question too. You walking down the street with Lori Harvey, you not flying her out? That's better than any seven hundred dollars. Whoever your number one is, actually, that might be a good. That might be a decent return on investment. That might work. That would be. But once again, it's all about the ROI for me. So, like, it, it, you're right. So I'm not going to say it's definitely no. I would Wait, do so it if it what, was what worth is, What if you like the girl? I'm not flying. Like, you're not, you're not like. dating her. But, like, you nah, know, y'all been rapping. Y'all have hung out before. That's cool. I don't, I, I don't care how much I like you at that point. But she's your girlfriend. Gotta, we got to work this. If you're my girlfriend, then we're working this out. Hey, yeah, babe. Like, hey, we're splitting this. Or, hey, babe. I feel like I'm coming the, down for I a really couple wish, days. Because, like, we, I we're really wish a nigga in here, like, this is, I'm mad because Joel was supposed to be here today and I forgot to text him. And he should have texted me, he but did. um, he—I I don't know. I want to know what he would say about buying a flight. 
does. He's like a really like yes, you know, he he's good. So it's like, would you buy a flight? Because you have to. He's you're in the streets competing with these other niggas who are buying flights. And Joe Budden and them, they were talking about it. Like some niggas is buying a flight to not even where they're at. They're buying a flight to fucking Montego Bay and booking their all the all inclusive. <laughs> See, like, that's, like, once again, if you have that's it... That's nasty behavior. If you have it, hey, do you. If you don't have it and you're doing something like that, you are... There is something seriously that's wrong That's Champions League but shit. You have not it. on that level. But you have it and you said you wouldn't. So you don't agree. What you just said, you don't believe. No, 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 no. When I mean have it, I mean I really have it. But $700 for your life right now, you can... You, yes, you but that's... I, I need to get higher. I, I need to feel like that, like... That seven hundred is seven dollars to me. I'm not. I'm not popping with that seven hundred seven dollars. Yeah, that's not fuck you money yet. Like, yeah, it's like, like seven hundred. Like, it's nothing. Like, yeah. Once I get to that point, then oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm for a weekend. Just for a weekend, like, then a return investment is great. Yeah. <laughs> but nigga, I'm, it's basically for free at that point. Shit. If I make my know, if I know, I make the the, the seven hundred back in the two days after that. So before we get into sports, I just want to bring this up because um, John had a tweet about it, and I just wanted him to you know get into his element. He, we had a conversation. Um, well, Twitter had a conversation about uh, guys versus girlfriends. Yeah. Girl, I don't know what the girl said. What? I, I didn't click on click on the video, and I don't want to. But she was kind of fine. So like, I, I definitely like hit the the ad button. <laughs> Hopefully, she followed me back. Um, <laughs> but John, if you want to get into what the conversation was, yeah. So uh, I, I don't even know the female's Twitter handle, but um, a popular Twitter female uh, put up a video. Basically, uh, explaining how she didn't how she didn't understand how men um, aren't good in relationships when they they are capable of holding long relationships because of, you know they have guy friends or, or like their guy friends and she was saying how you know a friendship is a type of relationship and how they're able to uh, have guy friends and be loyal to those guy friends and be trusting and all those things that women ask for from men mm-hmm. and how they're unable to do it for women but they can do it for their guy friends. <laughs> So, look, ladies, I feel you. You, you just, just like my tweet said, you guys want to understand us, and we want to understand you. And, and, and we're we? both, we do. I think at the end do of the day, we, we want to understand each other. We want to come to a better ground so we all can live happily. And, and Mind you, John, together. before you go, in, go into the rest of this. I'm not sure about that. Um, Shorty, I, I, when I clicked her page, the first thing in her caption said, I'm a troll. <laughs> Oh no, she she's a troll. No, no, she does this all the time. She's like had a couple of our videos, but um, ladies, for you to think that a relationship between two men or a friendship between two men is anywhere comparable to a a, a, a relationship between a man and a woman or a woman that you're even, even, it's a, it's even a romantic if it's, relationship, even if it's, right? No, yeah. no, we're talking about a romantic relationship, relationship between uh, even a friendship and a romantic relationship, basically. Okay. I thought there was, I thought she was saying platonic men, platonic women. No, she was saying, she, she was saying that men are capable of, of having the type of relationship that women are asking them to have. And her example was men are able to have a lot of those things that women ask for. They are able to do them with other men in friendships. So in other words, like being loyal, um, um, being trusting with each other, um, holding each other down, et cetera, et cetera. So why can so I guess what's the question? Like why so can since, why can dudes be friends with like be such good guy friends, but can't do the same shit with women? Is that the question? In their relationships, okay. Yes. Got it. And I said, well, first off, my guy friend isn't going to be mad at me because I didn't see that nigga in two weeks. So that's, <laughs> that, that was point Starting. number one. Yeah. <laughs> point number two, my guy friend not going to be mad at me because I ain't talking to that nigga today. He'll be all right. 
Like, the, like my guy friend isn't going to ask me what do I want to eat after I ask him what the fuck you want to eat. So, so it sounds like the difference here. is there's like a lot of factors here. Men, that, like women want different things from relationships than what guys are going to want in a guy relationship and their friendships. Yeah, just that's, it's the, a that's what it sounds like. Like yeah. it's it's a fucking friendship. Like I like I'm not in any friendship where a nigga is dependent or needy on uh, of me. They were like, not friends. Damn, nigga. nigga, you ain't text me in two days. What the fuck is wrong I'm with you? Shit out <laughs> to my nigga. Like, do, you think, do you think guys have that kind of relationship with other guys? No, nah. unless they're in a romantic situation. Because I know, I, I know. For example, girls have that kind of situation where girls like oh, get jealous yeah. of their other. But again, that girls, just be like girls women are, expect, though. Gr- girls are very much like that. Women like, just want different things out of relationships. Well, is, is, like I've seen, I've seen like a female's best friend be more overbearing than like her a boyfriend would be. Like be mad that her friend didn't go out with her that day, even though her friend was <laughs> dumb tired, or be mad that her, she haven't seen her friend in like three days. Yeah, I've seen the same shit. So. Like, I, like yeah. women are like they get that. mad about like with each other. It. Like that shit is that's a weird like that's a weird concept for me. I go, y'all can go months. Yo, back in college, with damn near what six seven months when I seen Tony. Tony like my damn near best friend. Like what's good, nigga? I ain't seen you seven months. How you that's been? You know what I'm saying? Like niggas like what? Well, like, I, I, there's niggas who I haven't seen in Mad Long, and it's still honestly all so like what John said is like for example like I was away from Mad Long and I came back and everybody like I like basically. Started being friends with my friends again. It is like nothing, yeah. like nothing happened. Like, it was no like big there was deal. no beef. Yeah, it's like, like, like that's like you go to college, college, you only see your niggas like Thanksgiving, maybe summer. Like I would never came back during the summer, so niggas would only have to pull up on me on Philly. Like so certain things like that. But um, yeah, that's all the all, all the you know I guess pop pop culture topics. But let me let me just hit the claps real quick. I know these niggas probably don't know why I'm here in the claps. It's going to be some stupid Giants news. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Eli Manning. Uh, <laughs> y'all just, just going to have to give me a second here, man. You're, so, not, you're not sad. So, like, honestly, I, I'm keeping 100 with you. Like, you know when you just been waiting for something for so long? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's cheesing hard right now. Like, it's just like, yo, yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting for this for... Yeah, I've never seen niggas so happy. Like, 2015, I was like, yo, we got to get this nigga out of here, man. We got to get him out of here. But then it happened, and you're just like, damn, like, Eli definitely gave me, like, I'm like two of the most memorable moments of my life. Like, not top two, but I'm always going to remember when the Giants won that first Super Bowl. I'm always going to remember in college when the Giants won the Super Bowl. Those are moments like... A lot of other people who are fans, and Giants are really the only team that I'm a fan of, because once the Nets did the bullshit the Nets did, Marcus decided he wanted to be a Warriors fan. But I, I'm basically just a basketball fan. I pick a player and I ride with him. I'm Team Ben Simmons, so I'm a fake Sixers fan, and that's about it. But other than that, like shout out to Eli Manning, you know he got he gave us he gave us those moments. But it's Daniel Jones time. Oh, that's sad, dumb shit. It's about goddamn time. For real, the nigga's it's been about bad time. for like four years. He's been bad. Like, the nigga has been bad for a very... Even those two stupid Super Bowls you niggas won, it wasn't like he was fucking doing good. He wasn't lighting it up or anything. He had shit seasons. No, he had two... He had two crazy runs. Eli two Manning, crazy. Eli Manning runs. is top five in, what, touchdowns and passing yards, so... I mean, a lot of his longevity, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. The nigga I, we're, not, we're, we're, we're not going to bash ten. Eli Manning here. That's Why cool. not? You're outnumbered, bro. We don't fuck with that nigga. Why don't y'all fuck with throws. that nigga? Fuck that nigga. Fuck Eli, man. Y'all don't have not even the best Super quarterback. It's never the best quarterback guys, in his division. Not even the best quarterback in his family. Fuck Eli. I mean, we should have eight Super Bowl rings, and we, we beat the older brother as many goddamn so you times. Got, so you, 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 you guys brother. are more mad about losing to Eli than Nick Foles? Yeah. Yeah. 
Y'all some y'all crazy. All right, the only reason the only reason why I blame uh, Bill Belichick. Nah, and I blame that fat defense. nigga, Matt Patricia. And Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia I blame lost those that guys. Wait, and we lost, but we lost that. As most most of our league, we lost. Yeah, we, we those giant losses. Nah, that was some fluky shit, man. Suck my dick. Fluky. So Eli, good riddance. Yeah. Fuck up out of here. You've been bad your whole goddamn you should, career. If you don't retire. You, I swear hey, to God. Hey, 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 hey. Good fucking riddance. And Daniel Jones is gonna suck next. He's gonna be trash. Fuck that guy. Trash. Lamar Jackson's the future. Yes. Should have taken Lamar Jackson. I know. You know what freaked me out? This <laughs> Giants weekend? don't like black fucking quarterback. No, but speaking of, wait, you goddamn <laughs> great segue. What freaked me out this weekend was I was watching the Indianapolis Colts, and there's a black quarterback there. And yeah, Brissett looks good, too. And, and he, he looks, can play. And he looks pretty decent. He can play. And you just think of the Colts, and like, if I was just a crazy Patriot fan, I'll call the Pats a bunch of racists, too. <laughs> And, oh, they and, are and, racist, and I just see the Colts are just are. a bunch of racists. And to see a black quarterback be the leader there. So if I'm going to do top, the Colts the, are racist, the, by the way. Huh? Why do you say the Colts I don't are think racist? The Colts are racist. Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning. Uh, I mean, there's just uh, two uh, really good white uh, quarterbacks uh, just happen to be white. Like, the, like, do you understand the Giants and the Wait, Patriots are the. Jim Harbaugh, also. They are, they are the epitome of like. That Republican organization, the Patriots and Giants, and we're both. Over, uh, we're Patriots. We're, you're giving the Steelers a lot of passes here. I think the Steelers are I right think, up there. Or probably think, even nah, more the Steel, than nah, the Steelers can't be because the they, have a black, they have a black coach and yeah, they like yeah, time yeah, black players, and they and they yeah, and they, and they, they created like and they created two they, monsters. They don't like him, and they created two monsters. So I'm not going to say the Steelers, but the he's Giants. For, he's just been there for the a while. Patriots, the Patriots and the Giants were the last two teams to start black quarterbacks. So it's it's whatever. I don't. I'm not going to really get into it. Whatever. It was just interesting to see as well. Like yeah. The Steelers started fucking what is his name? Kendall Stewart. Remember? Cordell, Stewart. Cordell Stewart. Yeah, Cordell Stewart. But um that yeah. was Super Bowl too. I think. Um shit, I had a fucking segue. But I forgot what I was gonna say. Um oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So whenever the Giants are in the like, you know, I'm always gonna support the Giants, but I'm I'm all in on like cheering for the Ravens. I don't think they're gonna win the Super Bowl, but the two things I'm cheering for this year is the Patriots to go sixteen no. Just cause, you know, I always love seeing like I love seeing greatness. I like I want to be that guy to be like, oh, I saw that two times. I saw the best team twice because you know old guys in the nineties. There was like, oh, I saw Jordan. You guys never got to see something that great. So yeah, it's like I want to see. I really I'm cheering. We we talked about it last week on the podcast, but I'm actually cheering for the Patriots to go sixteen. No, um, I'm cheering for Kyler Murray. He looks really good versus the Ravens. He's Johnson. getting better. He's getting, He's getting better. better. Yeah, but and everybody I'm cheering for Lamar. Sucks. Yeah, everybody. I, I like Kyler and sucks. I so and I watched the game. I I I like his the, what's his name Kingsbury. I thought, yeah. gonna, I thought he was going to suck. John's been awesome, but it's early, man. The fa- he's, but he's gets. Get have you guys seen? Like, have you guys really good. seen? I mean, a lot of coaches do that. We don't know. Yeah, Bill Belichick, but we can I, say that about Bill Belichick, but so nah. I, I'm not going to say it. But we could say it. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say it, but we could say it. Uh, but I mean, you could also say the other way around. So like, that's not a good. That's not a good argument. I don't know. That's not a good argument because we don't know. Tom Brady was never bad in the NFL. Bill Belichick was. So I'm not going to say it because I, once again, I'm not bashing great players. Or great coaches. I don't want to say it, but at the end of the day, you need great players to be great. So it, it is what it is. But he made like Larry Fitzgerald looks like he's twenty eight years old. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. Like he's moving around like, around guys. Like, like I'm like, like yo, Larry, like, what are you so eating? Young. Like honest, like I'm being. I want to get a chef because it's like, what is he eating? He, is he like thirty six years old? Thirty yeah, he's, he's up there. Thirty six, thirty seven. Like he looks amazing out there on the field. Like I'm like it, yeah. it's actually blowing my mind. So I mean, Brandon, I, hopefully he's looking up. But I, I think he's. 35. But yeah, I, I'm cheering for Kyler. So those are the those are the three storylines I'm cheering for. Um Cam Newton's out this week, so that's one black quarterback now. Other than that, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for Lamar, though. I, I can't root for the Ravens just because I feel like they're going to be a rival. But that, so you know die. how white people always get excited when, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick and, like, the Minshew guy wear these, like, wild, like, 70s outfits and, like, yeah. you know, white culture shit? Yep. I feel like that's how black people feel about Lamar Jackson. Because Lamar Jackson is, like, the first... I mean, we kind of talked about it on the podcast, but he's, like, the first, like, hood nigga quarterback since Mike Vick. Like, Cam Newton is from, like, the hood, but he, you know, he went to prep school his whole life. Like he's been a star since. I would he was never. A kid. I would never call Cam doing a hood exactly. nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you, you, like you can tell when certain dudes went to, through private school and certain yeah. dudes went through like they were in the street. You know what I'm saying? Like other than that, who, who else can we say like hood quarterbacks? Like Jameis. Jameis country. Sucks. <laughs> Jameis sucks. But he's not no. even hood. He's, he's just a country, country ball. He's 36. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Jameis, he was probably poor for for sure. But like he, he grew up in a good home. You could tell. Like Lamar Jackson came from a single parent home. They were, I think, from Broward. But, he hangs out with Kodak Black. You see where Kodak Black is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that. I, don't, I can't think of anyone else. So, outside of the Ravens, who is your early season surprise? Ravens, aren't, Ra- Ravens aren't a surprise for me. Okay. I told uh, Ravens. So, I, right, I, so I said who's Ravens. Your, so, who's your early season surprise? surprise? The Steelers being as bad as they are. Mm. I don't think the Steelers would be that bad. My surprise is the Cardinals being um, okay to watch. Because I thought Kingsbury was going to mm. suck. Because everything else, and um, let me see, like a positive surprise, like a, good, a team who. I was actually going to say the Bills. Uh, they, they play two bad teams. I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah, but Josh Allen looks all right. Josh Allen doesn't look bad. He doesn't, he look, doesn't bad. look bad. He play two bad teams. And, That's true. And, and I'll, so I'll, that's your tie between the Bills and the Niners. Jimmy Garoppolo looks a lot better than I thought, than I thought he was going to look. And I thought he was going to look complete garbage. I thought he'd be fine. Sweet? Yeah, I thought he'd be okay. Like he's just like a. Yeah, okay they, just, they just beat him on uh, the Bengals. Yeah. Um, Dave, I'm really trying to think of a surprise. Oh, one more surprise. Throw uh, teams out. That there were so many. Like, I think the last thing was. Titans, I, I feel Lions, like there's so many Texans. not good. We, we, we like, talked so about it when we did teams. our show that the the lion the lions were going to be good, and I kept saying, uh, not the lions, the titans were going to be good. I kept but they're saying they're not good. They lost. No, they're but one they, and one. They're one and one, but it's just like everybody in the division is. Yeah, it's everyone. Wide like, open. it's just but like I feel like there's so many bad teams. I don't feel like there's a lot of good teams. I mean, yeah, I that's how that's how it's been for a while, though. I think it's showing so early though, like because. The, the Cowboys are a good team, I think. The Chiefs are a good team. The Pats Wait. are a good team. And then the Rams. Rams. And that's what it is. And the Rams. And that's yeah. it. And then the Saints are would have been there. And the, the Ravens could be. But I never believed in the Saints. I told you at the beginning of the year, I thought the Saints were going to take a step back. I mean, the quarterback is out. So, and now they have I mean, yeah, that, I didn't, so the I Seahawks didn't know aren't up there. The injury. Huh? No. You don't put the Seahawks in that? Yo, the Seahawks are going to do what they usually do. They're going to go 9 and 7, get to the playoffs, oh, they're gonna and they're going to lose. I mean, 10 and 6. Their schedule is super light. So I can see 11 and 5. Unless the Niners are for real, that could take them down a notch. I doubt it. But the thing is, it's always only four teams, and you're like, now it's like a super. No, but team. I, I mean, I, I think in years past, it, you you Actually, felt like a team. Could, you know what like, my, my surprise is on? Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback we've ever seen, other than Tom Brady. Like relax, I was watching that, I was watching that Raiders. I was watching that Raiders game, and I was like, oh, he's gonna regress. Like Can I'm mad, just, I didn't, I didn't put my budget on him. It's just like look like he's throwing the ball. Can we just he's relax? he revitalized. You want to relax? I'm just telling you what what was was shocking to me the first two weeks. The fact that this guy hit, I don't even know who he's throwing to at this point. Sammy Watkins. No, Sammy <laughs> Watkins wasn't even good this past week. He was throwing Honestly. some guy named Robinson, some guy named Hardman. Oh yeah, uh, Miko Hardman. He was there. Uh, like I'm just like pick. yo, and he's throwing. This guy is looking right and throwing it left. I think Andy Reid is the best offensive coach of all time. I mean, 
I mean, Josh Daniels might have something on Once again, it, I don't care at coaching. At coach. the, the coach isn't no, looking right. No, no, no. No, because the, no, the, the reason why I don't want to say that is because nowhere. football coaching, coaching is, is No, aware. it matters, it, but it I'm not saying that. But it's just like and we're not going to use that and say, oh, we're going to say Tom Brady isn't what he is because Bill Belichick is. I don't want to say that. At the end of the day, the players... I mean, that's, a, that's an argument that people use all the time, And though. I don't want to make that argument here because we're smarter than the, the people. I understand that, but... That's a public... But that's not a stupid argument. I can see the logic in the argument it doesn't necessarily mean i agree with it i can understand the logic though i mean to prove that the to prove the point we've had other quarterbacks in there who are trash who look look, look good listen shouts to eli eli yeah, so but so but and, that, and that's not to say anything for patrick mahomes i i do think what you said what you said what you said was almost, a lot i think he's scary enough i think he's as is the second coming of aaron Rodgers. I, I think he's bro. that good. He might be, and, and, he's, but but I think he's better because better. Andy Reid mm. is a really good offensive coach. Niggas, he, he's throwing niggas to wide open niggas. Yo, I niggas, feel like Patrick Mahomes is good anywhere and, and, and that Patrick nothing, Mahomes, yo, but Patrick yeah. Mahomes is, isn't looking making right. Alter Robinson and is wide open. The ball left. Paul, Alter Robinson is no, wide he's open throwing on the no left side of the field. Passes. Alter Robinson is wide open. I get it. Who's Alter Robinson? But no, that's my point. If he's wide open down the field, you're not gonna tell me because all of a sudden he's amazingly good. Yo, this clearly this is how I know you only watch fucking Patriots games. This is literally how I know you only watch Why? fucking Patriots games because Eli Manning has open play. Like everyone's like, "Oh, it's no, the wide okay. receivers." Oh, man. Fucking Benny Fowler no, was open stop. all game last stop. week. Eli Manning couldn't fucking not, hit him. He's not open. He's wide open. He's Go watch open. the tape. He's not open. At the end of the day, players are open. Can game, you find them? Eli was missing wide open guys a lot. People are wide open. He he's been doing he that down shit the for field. years. Guys look down the field and he gets nervous. You watch Patriots games, but Eli sucks. I mean, whatever. All right, but don't compare. But you I say I just said Patrick Mahomes is a damn near Aaron Rodgers. I just said that. But at the end of the day, you're saying, saying oh, it's because of the coach. I think like, he, fuck I, out of here. No, I mean, it's, you just hate black I, people. I, I, I don't know why I can't, I don't know why I can't be both. Isn't though. Patrick isn't Patrick Mahomes like half? It don't no. matter. You hate black people. The fact that he's black, you know, you know you're so people. weird with this. You're, there's something on, weird with you, your stances. <laughs> your stances are very weird. You're fucking racist. <laughs> How dare you? You can't just be like wrong or anything. He, he probably <laughs> hates Lamar Jackson too. Look I at him. I just, I, I'm he was talking about Russell Wilson going nine and I seven. Him in three what leagues. a racist! He did. He, he just shouted out Jacoby Brissett. He just shouted out Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, Jacoby. I Fuck just, him. I just thought Lamar Jackson's amazing too. <laughs> no, you didn't. You want? I you did, just I love. Whenever black people are great, you just love bringing them down. Just, just the same guy who's defending Lavar Ball. Oh, now, now you. That's what. That's what you people. That's what you. Riding the Levar Ball wave. What does that have to do with his life? His kid's life. Yeah. Now he's now he's in New Orleans. His kid wasn't good at basketball. Went number two. Now the kid's who's crying in New Orleans. His kid is in the NBA. He he, when he's not good at basketball. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Wow! Wow! Now Lonzo's not, now Lonzo's not good at basketball. He can't shoot the ball. <laughs> now Levar's he's ball, damaged goods. He was right. Levar was right. The guy's damaged goods. Wow. Shit turned. He's been hurt. He's been hurt for two years. Jesus, Just Just fucking damaged goods. Hate black people, huh? You hate black people. That's why you that, you didn't even bring up something else. You brought up fucking bashing Levar Ball, the one of the innovators of the world. <laughs> Just because he's a jackass. In the bad innovators of the world. People. In the bad business. Levar's an innovator of the world. Yes. I'm never. Wow. He, he's bringing bad basketball players into the NBA. Actually, I like Melo, but um, shit. Uh, what else happened week one? <laughs> <laughs> week two. Of that I got to go back in. Um. Shit, what else happened? About the injuries too. Oh, it was like Breeze and Roethlisberger and. It's about time. These niggas are old. old. Yeah, they're old. Bricks. Everybody think they're Tom Brady. <laughs> they're not Tom Brady. You're not Tommy. You can't play till 47. Tom's going to 50, bro. He's gonna win 10 rings. 
He doesn't I mean, even, it wouldn't surprise me. He looks, no, no, and no. It's it should, about another it old guy looks good. Because we do this podcast every week, and you guys, Marcus has been waiting for it to happen. He's like, yo, this is probably the year. I, it's yeah. not happening, it's bro. It's been like five years. I'm like, this, this, this it is, has to end at some time. It Everything doesn't have to. No, no. It's just, I think, no, don't it, might I think it might not. It might not. In the NBA, I'm telling you, we're going to see the same thing with LeBron. I'm telling you, the same thing when we just said with, with um, Larry Fitzgerald. They're eating some food, and we need to figure it out. The TB12. I think they're, I think they're is vegan. It, what is it? The TB12 method. Fitzgerald might be uh, vegan or pescatarian. The TB12 method. They good. What's That's that? right. Oh, TB12, TB12, yeah. Yeah, Brady has his own. He has his whole. He fucking I know he has like niggas. A, 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 Go to bed at like 8 o'clock and wake up at 4, just mad stretching. He's a psycho. Yeah. All right, I'm about to start doing that. Because like when you guys get old and like your kids are definitely going to be taller than me, I have to be able to whoop their ass though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know uh, where that was going there, but all right. No, because I be thinking about that all the time. Like, our kids are going to be bigger than us. And, like, you guys are all big people. <laughs> so, it's like, I have to be able to hold that's my It's not necessarily true. Your kids going to get bigger than you. I mean, probably not. Actually. Yeah, that doesn't have do to you, happen. Do you like tiny girls? I'm trying to think of John's catalog. I do, like, I do like smaller women, yes. Oh, that sucks. You're just stupid. I don't like tall women. You should. It's so, like, what's small, though? It's like 5'2". Five, five, two. Two. Like yeah, why the hell I mean, you want to have five two? Yeah, girls? I don't even like five two girls. Like, you gotta have like five, five eight, five five two. Yeah, that's all cool yeah, to me. Five six is like the sweet spot. Five 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 six. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good vibe. But um, yeah, what else? What else? Do you guys like me too. Um, or your fantasy team? You guys want to get into that? Uh, so so far I am one and one in our league. I'm one and one in another league. One and one in another league, and zero and two in another league. Yeah, I'm one and one um, in our league. Just won last night thanks to Odell. Shouts to him. Yo, I keep getting Odelled. Every year, Odell in New York, I get Odelled. Every single year. So every time I play somebody who has Odell and they're playing in New York, and I'm I'm always winning. I'm always winning, and I'm always winning by a lot. And I always go, the only way I can lose is Odell goes crazy off. What happens? He goes for an 89-yarder. Killed me because I'm in a league where you get crazy bonuses for 80-plus yards mm. for uh, receptions and touchdowns. So I got fuck and I'm losing by two points. And I was up by 30, I was up by 39. No, I was up by, yeah, 39. And I lost by two. <laughs> So uh, yeah, got Hate Odell and Odell. But other than that, nah, I feel good about my 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 uh, my, my uh, teams this year. Um, I have no idea what I'm doing with my team. I'm just kind of hoping the guys that they, you guys told me to draft or that everybody said to draft are good. So I was talking to my OB Zay John Meze. I don't know if you met Zay, but Zay just traded Sammy Watkins for fucking Alvin Kamara in our fucking what you expect podcast league. Coming up on Kamara right now. Yeah. Wait, he traded Kamara. No, he traded Sammy Watkins for Kamara. I to need to get go Kamara. Yes, he texted me today because he sent me an offer for Zeke, and I was like, "What?" And I sent him a counter, and he's like, "I already got Alvin Kamara for Sammy Watkins." I haven't looked at the league yet, but oh, that's, that's a wow. I don't know who the commissioner you, is. I don't Casey. know why you're giving up on Kamara so soon. I feel like he's going to. Why be do you want Sammy? I, Sammy Watkins is okay. All right, like, oh my, I was, I was why very confused. John's speechless. Who gave him Kamara? That's I don't want to know. Like, I don't pay attention to the league enough. Yeah, Breeze is out, but he's about, to, he's about to get a ton of touches touch. now. Yeah. Who gave him Kamara? Call you know, I hate, I hate leagues. Actually, yo, we need a police. With that one nigga. John. Well, no, we don't. Yeah. Fuck 12. John, why are we fucking 12? What's 12? What's 12? <laughs> oh, Actually, speaking, let's, let's segue real quick since we're talking about fucking 12. Let's talk about Is that a rapper or something? 6 or? 9. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Oh yeah, we need something. We need a drop. No, we need something better than that. Man. I need cop sounds. I told you. All right, well, what, what else I got here? 
Oh, actually, that's yeah, kind of yeah, that works. It's a super evil world, bro. So today, six nine Tuesday, mind you, we record on Tuesdays. If you guys haven't figured it out yet, um, shout out to new listeners. Um, six nine testified against the nine trade bloods. Um, he said some alarming stuff for me. I'll just say what what was alarming to me. So, first off, he met the head nigga of the nine trade bloods in 2017, and that's when he got initiated, quote unquote. So I guess he's a paper blood. Do you guys know what paper means? Because I, I mean, Marcus, you guys went to. Do you know what? I definitely so, do. Like, in, like in Greek terms. I'm just asking you that question real quick. Oh, when, if terms? I told you someone was paper, would you know what that means? I would assume they didn't. They, they didn't have to actually do the, the yeah, things so, they needed so to. So like, get I was joking. We were joking about that. Like, yeah, he was like a paper blood, but no, so, but that's exactly what he was though. So yeah, he I was. Mean, just in terms so of like he, he actually. Money. So it was like he was a part of it, but he never went through the initiation. Okay. Um, and his job and he was said to pay he, he said that, and he said basically he all he his job was to do was Make support them, and, and they would support him. And then the the funny thing about it is he met that nigga, and then he had the gummo video. And uh, you know Gummo Marcus This first Def- single Definitely don't Alright so it was a single That got him hot And in that video The guy supplied him All the bloods Okay And that's where he met Shoddy And all the niggas In the video And from there That was the most alarming part That he didn't know Them niggas for that Music video shoot Well so I I used to tell a lot of people um, So shout out to my boy Rev He had showed me 6 9 In his early days So and it, it was wild Because 6 9 spoke about it I used to tell niggas All the time Like so when I first Heard 6 9 he said in, in court today he used to make uh, kind of like rock rap, where it was like like a kind of a rock beats, but he was rapping over them really. Okay. And like he, you know, had long hair, but it was all black then. He used to kind of make like he was more. It's like he was coming up uh, at that time with a lot of the new New York niggas. So like Bodega Bams, um, some of the ASAP Mob niggas. Like ASAP, he was. Part, I know he was like, like hang like try, in like trying to get into ASAP. Yeah. So World's Fair, like a lot of the you know. Up and coming next New York niggas at the time, he was you know in that that wave. Um, so to see him go from that to then the rainbow-haired super blood, uh, it, man, it just it just shows what niggas would do just for a chance, you know, to to, to when you're hungry, you gotta eat to bro. be famous, man, to to live the life that they you know they, that they've dreamed of, and niggas, you know, a, a kid, and it's crazy because you can tell the kid was like. In over his head. That yeah, like he, I'm sure he didn't even realize to the extent of what was going on, what he was getting involved in, and I mean, he even said the nigga cooperated the next day. I mean, that should tell you enough about the type of kid he was. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or is. And I was talking to my coworker today too, who's from Uptown, and he was like, "Yeah, nigga, I'm I'm snitching from Rip." Like, I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah." He was like, "I don't give a fuck." Like, I'm from I'm from the inner city, but at the end of the day. If I ain't fucking pulling no triggers, I ain't sell no drugs, I'm snitching. I'm like, why would you even put yourself in that situation? Then? And we like got like got into See it. See that like bit. that don't make no fucking sense. I was like, I'm never snitching if I was if I you know what I'm saying? That's it like for example, like you. I can put it into like like if alpha shit. Like if something happened during a process or something, I'm not gonna be like, Oh, I'm snitching because I didn't want I would didn't want to be there or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's retarded. Yeah, no, or you may- dumb, sorry. Retarded is a bad word. Yeah, your man's bugging. I mean, I, I really don't see any situation where, especially if you put yourself in that situation, I don't see it anywhere where it's okay. Like, nigga, 6 9 at the end of the day, you knew you was running with big time bloods. You knew they was doing wild shit. You knew niggas, you, you was putting hit on our niggas. 
And you just put a hit on the niggas. Like, you knew what it was. That's so, the craziest part about it. Like, like, niggas is acting like he wasn't putting hits he, on he people. Yes. And uh, mind you, these are niggas that he met two years, no, not even two years, a year prior. Hits. And I didn't know Trippy Red was a blood. I didn't know. I mean, he said he was a big blood. I didn't believe he was big no, blood. But like, Apparently, like, he is big blood. And I know Trippy's sick, this nigga. So, so, can, I, so can, I, can I say something? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. this might get us canceled. Oh, oh shit. We had a good run, but all right, go ahead. Oh, and this might get us canceled. So you can <sighs> That's been a nice 34 episodes. So, Dame Dash, when he had his thing with Adam 22, right? Mm-hmm. He was always talking about how in the 90s, none of them niggas were fucking gang niggas. They were backed by gang niggas. And 6 9 used to always say this shit, right? And I, I was just putting to like, when he, when that whole ha- thing happened, I was like, oh, Trippy Red, that makes so much sense. He got famous because he's backed by niggas with money. So maybe that's why he's a blood. And the first person, who do you think I'm talking about right now? That came instantly to my head while I was processing this in my head. Who? You guys don't know who I'm thinking, who, I'm thinking, who I thought of? No. Because no. I said to someone else and they're like, oh, don't, don't say it, bro. This is good. Like, this is like saying something bad about Jay-Z. Like, Chris to that Brown? level. No. Who? Tupac. Like, Tupac went from being the super righteous nigga. Nah, he started but... getting backed by Suge Knight and then became a blood. And I was like, this... And then I in- instantly thought about... Um, yeah, but the difference... Fucking, what's it called thing? Yeah, um, but the difference was he... Dang. But he didn't make his fame from that, though. He didn't. He so didn't. I, I, and, didn't. And I think that's the... I think that's he, was, the, he was already big because, yeah. once again... And he, not even that. His mom, and also he was already rapping and he was acting. Yeah, yeah. so I, I think... I mean, I don't... Listen, I don't think there's an issue if you're gang-affiliated So you're through. fine You're fine with, like, Soldier Boy and Chris Brown claiming it because... They're fine. Like they're, listen, they're, 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 they're actually initiated in these games. But who gives a fuck what I think? You know what I'm saying? If the niggas, if, 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 if big, but no, what I'm saying is if blood, blood niggas respect okay, them you're for right. it. You're right. You're then, right. Then it's cool. But like you're you, right. but my thing with, with with six nine is you made your claim to fame off these niggas, off being that type of nigga. And then when push came to shove, you folded and showed that you wasn't that type of nigga. So that's that's why like it like. He's some like he's some other shit for that. You know what I'm saying? Did you see Shoddy? So Shoddy had an interview when after his sentencing, and um, I think it was with TMZ. And Shoddy basically was like, I think uh, he got 15 years. 15, yeah. I think he played out. So if he got 15, he, he played out to 15. Yeah, bro, oh, my nigga, he was he was bad. Bro, do you understand? Six, six nine, six, six, nine, six nine took down the biggest blood organization in like the Northeast or something. Yo, apparently. so that's why they put it. They called it racketeering. They've been trying to get these niggas since the eighties. So Shadi was apparently second in command. The big homie yeah. was a big. So did, six there's nine. Some, there's, some, about there's, there's some. There's some big nigga. So and yo, so that's our, our, our nigga Phil. Phil told us because so Phil used to bodyguard for six nine. Phil told us. That six, there's a big homie in prison mm-hmm. that they were sending the bread to, and he was the head of the whole nine tray. Okay, he was the one then taking the bread and distributing it where it needed to got to get to. Shadi was second in command, and there was another nigga who was third in command, and then everybody else ran from there. All like right. you know, had the whole situation from there. So mm-hmm. you know, six nine this whole time was basically getting the bread, and well, they was getting the bread, making the cuts or whatever, and six nine was getting it after you know was getting whatever after everybody was getting their piece. Yeah, and then when when six nine then found out that shit, you know, he was his his thing for shows was like almost two a mil per show. And he was only seen like three hundred like three hundred k. He was like, wait, what? These niggas taking all that bread from me, and he's the one making all the hits. And then that's when shit hit the fan. God, and that's when Shotty started fucking his girl. His and girl, man. his girl actually testified today too. And she, yeah, she, Miss Hernandez, right? Uh, I think it was Ramirez, but it could be Hernandez. 
I think, it was, I think it was Miss Hernandez. I think that's how they referred to her in the, in the tweets. But yeah, she was telling. Yeah, she, she was singing too. She everybody was just singing. Everybody wow. it was nasty behavior. In yeah, the, in the it, it, like I just never seen so much like. Damn, I don't think in hip hop. I don't. I don't remember a time where a, never such a big like name artist no. going down like this in front of our faces. Like, yeah, this is crazy, bro. Even six nine before all of this happened, when he was like. Uh, a child molester. You know, he had that whole accusation when he was... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he still became famous, even, you know, having... Apparently, behind apparently, him. like, background to what Brandon was saying. So, John was just telling us a little background. Apparently, that was, like, a ASAP-sponsored music video. Which one? The, the shit where... Because, you know, the music video that... The reason why he was a child molester is there was a 13-year-old girl in a, in a music video. And he, his whole thing was, I didn't know she was 13 years old. Nah, I, was like a, I don't think she was just in the music, but I think he, like, hit it. But I no, think no, he, he probably, no, no, he eventually, he was 17. He but, was 17, he was, she was, like, 14 or some shit, he, and he met didn't know. Her, he met her at the music video. Oh, so, yeah, he yeah, thought, yeah, He thought she was, she was of, of age. She was of age, yeah, yeah, something like that. So that's that. why he didn't go away for a crazy amount of time, because he thought she was of age, but either way, it was nasty behavior. Speaking of nasty behavior, um, I didn't really want to get off this quick, but... No, I'm off the snitching shit. Fuck that snitching shit. I don't fucking know. Felipe Vasquez of the Pirates just Another nasty nigga, bro. Come on. Get these nasty niggas the fuck up out of here, bro. He's a, the Some pitching nigga for the Pirates over there touching little girls at 13. He oh, grown ass shit. man. Get him the fuck up. Yo, molesters can all go on the island and God. fucking, yo, Hiroshima yeah. they asses. Cause I'm I'm good off that. This is not the part we're gonna be talking about no nasty niggas, bro. This is not what we're doing here. Nah. Fuck those guys. That's not what we're doing. So you guys want to talk about Kanye West? Are y'all ready? Are y'all hyped? Hyped for what? Y'all think I think the album's gonna go number one? Who knows? This nigga's trash though. Like I'm, I'm so I'm I was actually arguing with my friend about this because I was saying that was gonna be the number one um, gospel album of all time, and the number one gospel album is a Kirk Franklin album in '97, and it went three times platinum. I don't think this will go three times platinum. Nah. Because what's it, Life of Pablo? You don't, think Kanye, you don't think Kanye can go three times platinum? Not right. Life, now. Life of Pablo only went one time. I don't think anybody. I, I think it's. Mm. I, I, I don't see anybody going three times platinum right now for an album. Okay. I can see singles, not an album. So albums don't just don't go triple no. platinum anymore. No. Okay. Because a lot. Because and then the other part is it's hard to even calculate because so for streaming sites, um, let's just say you have a single that you pushed right. Yeah. And that single has a million streams once the album comes out if that single's on the album and you use the same code your album then has a million streams so it's kind of like what cheating then or it's like it, it, it gasses it's not because the song's on the album yeah the song's been out but, but the, the album song's on the been, album yeah but the album hasn't been streamed it's yeah just so that's the hard part because to 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 determine what because then and also you know they they well how many um, streams and shit they even consider to equal one album. I think it's like almost a thousand streams to equals one album. So like it, it, you would need wow. a, almost an absurd amount of streams to to have to go th- three times platinum these days. Like people, it, it, like even the Drake's Drake's not even doing that. People sell mm-hmm. albums differently. Like with Travis Scott, he was selling his merchandise, and it comes with the album. Too. Oh yeah, yeah, but that's that's not even different. That's that's old. It's just it's just more prevalent nowadays um, than it used to be. But uh, because now, like more bigger artists are are doing the package deals, well, you know you'll get merch, tickets, and the album. 
Um, um, but yeah, so that, that's a that's a it's a very um, that was an old technique that has become more prevalent now, just because you know albums don't move like that no more. So with albums not moving so like don't that, don't be a rapper. You know, no, I wouldn't say that at all. It's just you got to understand. My my advice to every everybody who wants to start or is trying to get established just to learn the industry. Like you really gotta learn it before what you. Do you really talk to you? I talk to you. Fuck no, nigga. You better go buy a book. Ninety million books. Why do, about why, this do, shit. why do niggas always want to read books to learn information? There's a lot of faster ways to learn information. I mean, like talking to people. Cool. No, I know. I, I, I mean, cool. This bro. has nothing to do. With, this, I mean, this has nothing to do with rapping. But like, I feel like people who read always feel like they're smarter than people. I don't know if you get to get that. No, there's definitely a. And there people are like that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that was just like a, a random thought for me because I feel like people are like, "Oh, I read books. You don't." I'm like, bitch, you make fucking. But a lot of niggas don't know what they talk about too, though. So actually, also, speaking of like, also, this has nothing to do with reading. But you guys heard that WeWorks is going. Um, they're public? canceling their IPO. Oh, they're canceling. No, they're, they're canceling the rescheduling. IPO. It's not canceling. Okay, yet. fine. They're rescheduling, but they're not going to go through. Why with the, the hell IPO. would they even think about going? Well, they're pushing it public. back. Well, because they thought that they you could guys raise. Never enough thought money. you guys would get this kind of content. No, they definitely didn't. They thought that they could raise the money on that forty-seven billion dollar valuation they had. Even though they weren't making any money, yeah, that was the problem. Their their evaluation was insanely Insane. high for a company that it, no, it was the evaluation was insanely high when anybody else in that sphere in that uh, uh, world is nowhere near close, nowhere near it. And, and they were trying to sell themselves as a sl- so they were a real estate wanna, company. Do you guys want to tell um, the listeners where the valuations are made or? So basically, I mean, just a really, really quick, basic version. It's a lot deeper than this. But long story short, a bunch of um, analysts. So basically, if you're a business and you're trying to become public and you want to get uh, traded on Wall Street, you basically have to uh, send your balance sheet and your and your business evaluation to a bunch of analysts. So basically, what the analyst's job is to do is to look at your spreadsheet, see how much, um, you know, see how much money you guys are making, see how much debt you have. Um, see what you're projected to make based off of, you know, what you have made, what the industry's like, blah, blah, blah. Just a whole bunch of different um, criteria that they go over. And then after all of that, they make their final assessments to how profitable your company could be. And yeah. um, That was a good job, John. Were you, was, what was your major college? Not this. I just started learning this like two months ago. <laughs> I used to have to do this shit in school, bro. Yeah, shit, I just got into I mean, I guess I could tell people I just got into investment learning stuff so i'm trying to be a financial analyst anyway uh so yeah so that's basically what happened this is what i do for work i i heard um but uh yeah so that's basically what happens so and i'm your favorite artist that's okay um so yeah so that's what happens and uh so yeah we works wanted to go public and uh they said oh shit we're not going to uh, make the bread oh no everyone was telling them like they're not going to make that bread because i guess like their their term sheet their s1 sheet just I guess the thing that stood out was that they have four billion dollars in rep- that they're bringing in, but they have forty-seven billion dollars in debt, and yeah. there's no they have no path to kind of pay that off that like makes sense to investors. So yeah. when they started off with like, oh, we're gonna raise forty-seven billion dollars, it turned out that like people were like, no, you might make ten, you might make it fifteen. And so then the main bank behind them was like, nah, we're not doing this shit. Yeah. We're pulling this IPO back until we figure some shit out. Yeah, because they won't be paid pay their debts back. No, not at all. And they're not. I think it's the big thing too is that they're not recession proof. And it feels like they're out of analysts. Think that there's a recession coming with a trade war coming. So there's a lot of concern about their profitability going forward. So Yeah, this big money talk. All right? If you wasn't ready for that, too bad. Is it big money talk? Get your TDs up, nigga. I was nigga. talking to, I was talking to um, Shud about this, about um, investing. And I, I always feel like if you don't have a base of 10 bands, you shouldn't get into that business unless, unless you're doing a slow game. You know what I'm saying? ETFs and stuff. But if you're trying to do like individual stocks, 
you better have ten bands, or you're just gonna be sitting on a couple. Unless you get, unless you hit on like Apple. Yeah, if you, I don't if, know if you could somehow pick them out that early and get in on the ground floor. If you get on the ground floor of Apple, yeah, you, you or can, Amazon or something. Or Amazon. Yeah, then you're do set. you think? Do you think there's potential for another one of those anytime? Like, do you think there's an Apple out there right now? No, I think I think the big companies now are just kind of eating up everyone. Like, it's hard. To, like, I think about like, Amazon, everything that they try to do, and Walmart, everything they try to do. It's like, what kind of company is going to rise up and try to take them on? Like who's going to take I on? Disagree. Like I, in social media, for instance, like who's going to rise up to challenge Facebook? Like I every just, time someone comes up with something, Facebook comes in and steals it or adds it to Instagram. It's I, like it's harder because I disagree, these companies man. Just kind of, the companies either buy you out or they just kind of iterate and steal whatever your best feature is. Something new's going to pop and it's going to yeah. Because if that's the case, then we wouldn't even have the apples or the Instagrams in the first place or the Facebooks. MySpace ran the market. I'm saying we kind there of, was no one touching that space. I'm saying this is where we've gotten to now. Like it wasn't like this before. Where companies there was, were kind of shutting down the barriers to entry. All right. So Bro, then what do you, what do you no think is next? Because there has to be something that's next. That's, that's what I'm saying. There has to every, be. Every every generation, there's like has to be. certain things that makes people rich, and you're like, damn, robotics. I, I definitely think robotics and and virtual reality and and just the new wave of technology. I, I think, think it'll be something the way to go. In, it'll be something in health. Healthcare or health and wellness, something I'm like try, I'm trying to find. That's also another. Uh, that's also another one. I, that's I think where health and wellness. Rise up. Yeah, like when you saw what Beyond Meat did, I was like, yeah, people really care about health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eating healthier yeah. and trying to get. Yeah, do you guys yeah, I've seen even. I'm sorry, not to cut you. I've seen it in the hood, like multiple areas in the hoods. Now there are like straight clean eating spots. Yeah, but like, like so that, that was actually about to be my kind of where I segued. I was gonna say, do you think the next generation is gonna like right after us is gonna leave the world better off? Than what the like because we're you know Jayco has that song Middle Child we're kind of in the in the middle of like where shit drastically changed to like you know like nine to five culture like you got to work for a company like the kids younger than us are a lot more like entrepreneurial spirit so the kids younger than us that's this is that the, the iPod like, generation I don't know what they call these <laughs> niggas no they're Gen Z Gen Z but is yeah, Gen Z are the iPod kids. The kids who ate those, those eating like detergent, like actually, dope. Brandon, this is a good conversation because Brandon is in that that realm of age I'm talking about. It's basically, I think it's 97 and after, like yeah, 96 was like the last year. Yeah. You have anything to say? Like, do you guys think you guys are gonna yeah. take over the world? I agree with you guys. Nazis to fight, so. Yeah, I kind of think so, just with the environment and everything, how so much aware we are compared to, like, I guess, even, like, 15, 20 years ago when it comes to certain things. But also, I know a lot of stupid people, man, and they, they just go backwards, especially with the Tide Pod shit, just doing just dumb shit. But at the same time, um, I feel like we can advance a little bit. I think we're a little bit more wiser, and we're learning from the mistakes from the past. I mean, I thought the same thing about us, but again, we brought Nazis back. So I feel like we brought, every, what? I feel like we brought every, Nazis back. So I feel like it's every generation, yo. Yeah, because I'm a big believer in history always repeats itself. It does. So you know, so it's, like, it's funny. It's funny you say that because every time you, um, I hear that history repeats itself. J Cole had a line in, um, I think it's Be Free, where he was like, "The oppressed always becomes the oppressor." Of course, in history, like it it's like to. a thing in history where like the oppressed eventually becomes, yeah, you know, like. The next person in power, so it's like, how are black people? Because the black people in the uh, world are the oppressed. Well, how do black people become that next? Like, how do they get to that next thing? And the reason this is a good segue because it talks about um, this kind of like engages where I want to bring up about Gilbert Arenas and snitching on black people and Jamel Harris saying Jamel Hill, sorry, 
um, saying that black kids should go to HBCU is something that I've been saying for years. Like, I think so, that's like... Wait, so what's your question? So your first question is, how do black people kind of rise up to, yeah. you know, being empowered? Rise up, being empowered. And I don't it kind of so. segues into how Jamel Hill says that's how we start doing it, where we start ownership, basically. I don't think so in America. We're, I'm talking about in the world overall. Uh, like, even watching Top... We, so me and John were talking about Top Boy. So Top Boy even touches on how, like, even in Europe, it's the same way. If you go to Africa, it's definitely the same way. And even in the islands, we saw what happened in the Bahamas. Nobody's up in the fucking. Well, Bahamas. so first things first, I think we need a home base, a better home base. And and um, I I, I think I think we I need to fix it because this gets because this is very 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 hard to talk about because like so when you say black, what do you mean? First off, so are we saying black like Dominican black? Are we saying black like Caribbean black, Jamaica black? If Are we you talking black identify like African black? black? So well, what, do you mean, what do you mean you? So what does that mean? The only reason I said you is because I feel like Caribbeans, when I'm talking about Haitians, even some Guyanese, Jamaicans. The like Carolina they're saying, crowd. They're saying they're black. Yeah. Africans are saying they're black. African Americans are saying they're black, but they're elitist, and I don't understand why they're elitist. Whoa, whoa, whoa. African Americans are elitist? I would say it's the other way around. They're 100%. I think uh, Africans are no, elitist. I, I think Nigerians. Oh, no, no, no. And Afri- West Africans are 100 percent elitist. Yeah. Especially West no, Africans. No, no. Right West now. Africans are 100 percent elitist, and there's a reason for it. But Africans, I'm mean, African Americans, 100 percent like they feel like it's until recently. Like I feel like our generation is like because I feel like our our age group was like the first generation of kids who just came or who came from parents who just came to America. You know what I'm saying? So like now you're seeing like the growth of like. Caribbean music, um, like dance hall, reggae. Um, you're seeing. Um, I don't hmm. know. I think that's just you're history. Afro beats. No, I'm just talking about even. I'm just talking about mainstream. We've never seen Afro beats. Yes, Maybe not Afro beats. Maybe not Afro beats. But we've we've seen. When have, like, we, when have we seen a dance hall record ever hit number one on the chart? The Sean Pauls and Beanie Mans during that era, the 2000s. I'm sure one of them hit number They've one. They've never hit number one. Shaq, I'm sure it wasn't me. I'm, with talking, about, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. It wasn't me. Shaggy. Yeah, I think it wasn't me. Hit Shaggy one. never hit number one. Was it me? That never hit number, number one. one. You sure I'm it wasn't? All, you sure it wasn't me? What do you mean? It's only Billboard, bro. What do you mean all Billboard? No, no, it's I'm, only I'm Billboard, not saying. Right? Not, like, I'm saying hip hop charts. You, like you it mean? was 100 percent hip hop charts. You gonna say Shaq? You think it wasn't me? Was number one? I could, I could be wrong. I'm just saying. No, you said, but you said like what? So Burning Boy is in number one on hip hop charts. No, so what do you mean? no, Drake. Drake has a like One Dance and Controller was top ten as well. I'm talking about other like those are Caribbean records. It's Drake, but I'm saying I don't think Shaggy was ever number. So, so what do you? So I, I don't really understand what you're saying here. All I'm saying all right, is, all it, I'm saying is, though, Cari- because Caribbean type records have been went number one, maybe by American artists that made a more Caribbean type sound. But what, 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 what records? The only one I can think of is One Dance, and that's an Afro. That's an Afro nah, infusion. Give me, give me a second. I'm positive. No, do, do it. Like I'm, 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 Actually, I'm, 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 I'm very I have the artist that went number one, but I don't have the song. Like for Shaggy, they got Boombastic and oh uh, yeah, Boombastic. That, yeah. that went that went number one like all stars. Hats with. Okay. So this is artists that went number one. I don't know if, if one of the songs went number one. I'm pretty sure. Well, Shaggy, yeah, Shaggy went number one. Yeah. Either was it me or Boombastic? Boombastic, it wasn't yeah, one. Yeah, I'm sure Sean Paul number one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sean Paul had a fucking moment there. Yeah, he went with Shakira. Yeah, Shakira makes Spanish music. Are we? Are we? We can group Spanish music into it. No, well, like uh, uh it's it's a, no, no. Into my point. Hispanic music is also fit into it. Give me the light when uh, number one. Oh, just uh-huh. give me the light. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, but that just goes back to me saying history repeats itself. 
But do you think that's history though? Like I feel like that's not that's still yeah. Because I think I, I, well, I think music, especially in music, like there's always that period where people like Caribbean sounds, and then they're gonna forget about it. And then summertime comes, and someone's gonna do a new new Caribbean joint, and it's gonna be hot, and then people are gonna forget about it. And go to, like that's just how it, it it always is. That's just how music is. Like yeah. it just it just kind of does that repeat cycle. But I mean, before that, when when are we gonna say that's ever happened though? I mean, you can go. Dance, hall, dance hall has been out since the sixties. Bobby, I mean Bobby, <laughs> Bobby Marley. Marley. Okay. Yeah, Marley. There's even kind of like a Caribbean, like I only know this because my dad was in some weird shit. But there's like there was definitely a wave in like the seventies and eighties where like there was like Caribbean and like Afro jazz and like fusion stuff. That stuff was very big. I don't know if I, I don't know what it charted, but it was very big and it was definitely like you can hear it and more. Big in the black community, or you saying all together? Big in the black community. Okay. I don't know. Big all together. I don't know what. Like people were too doing coke. Well, back then. Th- this all goes back to our original point, which is talking about uh, uh, black people rising, right? So th- this, you guys still didn't kind of answer my question. So like, are, so we, are, you're saying are we are we talking about black people who just consider themselves black, or black people who really are black? So in other words, uh, like, what, what is really well, yeah, yeah, black? That, that's why I said. <laughs> so so, so it, I think Dominicans so. are black. Fine. No, so John, that's Bra- Bra- a lot John, that's, of, that's Brazilians the, are black. Those are the only, that's the only place where it's don't know it about gets that one. Dicey. Why, why are Brazilians not black? No, no, because there's Giselle and then there's fucking like right, Neymar. There's, there's light skin and then there's dark. But there's Giselle. Also, no, no, Giselle, some, no, no, like, Giselle like, is white. Yeah, there are Brazilians who are white, and they're they are super. Shout out to my Keenan. He's looks Spanish. He's is he's as light skinned and his parents are as black as black can be. Like as African American as as African American can be, his dad is maybe like a little bit lighter than you, Dua, and his mom's maybe my complexion. So much heated. but <laughs> no, listen, shout out to my Don't do that to my But John, no, no. So, so my so point is, I'm not here to tell people who they are. If you're gonna say you're on the black side, because the only reason why I say that is Hispanics. If you guys, you know, you went to school. I mean, hopefully. You know that Spanish people, like Spaniards, like Spain and Europe, they were nasty niggas. They went and they raped everybody. Yeah, no, and that's why you. I, I a lot Spain. of people. I didn't say Spain. No, no, no. That's my point. That's what I'm saying. Like the DR Brazil. Yeah. The so, reason why it's like that is because they did a lot of intermingling with black people, the Mayans, the I mean, white people. I, so I hear you. If you want to like, say you're black. You have to say you're black when you come to that point. I don't know. I'm not here to to, to break down Spanish history. All right. So so yeah. So then the people who consider themselves black, I think there needs to be some. And that, but see, this also goes into our main point, right? So we think of white people, we can say, ah, right, oh yeah, Europe most likely, Spain, England, that whole little European yeah. area, right? That's that's white people's fucking bread and butter. That's that's if all else fails, white people go all white people going right back to that area. Where are we going? We're gonna say we all going to Africa. Well, that's I don't know. That's gonna work. Half I mean, Africa's in fucking fighting each other right now. Not half Africa's fighting each other. Speaking. But this is a lot of you know what I'm saying a lot of uh, 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 a lot of beef between Africans. I heard there's I a big South, South African situation right now. There's a situation in South Africa. There's Congo, um, the country next to Congo. I forgot what it's called. But regardless of anything, the way to really start it is you know. I, I mean, you, you, see, you see it right now. Like, for example, I invited you guys to come to Ghana with us um, for Christmas. But you start seeing it now. Like, Jay-Z and Beyonce are performing there. Meek's going in Ghana. It's like people are starting to, like, now embrace Ghana as a travel destination. I remember years ago I got into an argument with, like, Kevin Darian. And they were like, I would rather go to Europe than Africa. And I was like, why would you do that? And it's just like we're, we're putting in our head that Europe is this, like, you know, we're American. So we're putting in this head that, like, white places are better than um, black places. 
and I don't know too much about what Killer Mike said, and you guys can probably get into me, but he, I'm, the only quote I saw was he was saying, we're arguing about what the, the master served us. Like, it was no, like no. three people. No, no. He, 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 so he said it was, we're arguing about which master to serve. Okay. So mm. it's basically two black people arguing about which master to serve. Exactly. So yeah. it's like, we, we need a, you know, so one of my dreams, like if I ever got to that point where I had enough powers, like I never feel like I, I'm the smartest person in the room to, you know, solve these things. But if we can ever get all the black people to come together and just like, you know, close the door, like Barack has seen shit. You know, like Barack, we never know. I like. I don't think anyone knows, like public, unless you know him personally, knows how Barack really feels. So it's like have Barack in a room with all these black billionaires, the African ones, Jay Z, Mike Jordan, all of them. Have them with local leaders in these black communities. And it's like, yo, how are we gonna fix this problem? Because at the end of the day, John is right. There is no home because you know the Caribbean is people who were taken out of. Africa We're so scattered Amer- America was taken out And then thing is like We're all divided Because there's African Americans There's Caribbean Ex- and, and, There's Africans and, exactly. There's European Africans Exactly And it's just like When, you, and when that's you're the at number war one It's issue. just like That's the number one issue When you're at war with yourselves you, you can't even have a home base When you're still trying to fight When you're still trying to argue That you're not black Because you're a little bit lighter Than the next nigga Like that That in itself is where The, the number one thing Needs to be addressed If, if we ever want to uh, Try to uh, uh, make it better lives for for ourselves and our people. We got. We have mm-hmm. to stop fighting ourselves. You can't be. You can't be a, a power like white people who have been in power for damn near four thousand years, five thousand years. If you if niggas still fighting with each other over little shit. So like that was my whole thing with the Jay Z and Kaepernick thing. But I don't want to really get into that. And I just want to just like really segue into what I used to say about HBCU. So one thing we used to argue about. Um, was basically I used to always say like it only takes one class, like if Zion and all, and nah, Cam Reddish I, and them. I don't think right now. I, I, and the reason it only takes. Let, let me say my whole point. Let me say my point. So it only takes one class because if Zion and them went to an HBCU, and I'm not saying go to fucking Bethune Cookman. Mind you, Bethune Cookman is a D1 school. They just play versus Florida State, whatever. But I'm saying like you go to Howard or Hampton. What what else would you say? It's at Morgan State, I guess. Morehouse. Like Morehouse. At Morehouse is in D1, so I want to say Morehouse. Um, but, like, one of the D1 programs where they actually, you know, they make it to the tournament, Norfolk State, if one of those guys, it just takes one class to see, like, oh, we can still go to the league. But the, 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 it only, can go the, other the, way, the only the only reason, and it can only be basketball, by the way. It can't be football because in football you have to develop, technically. Like, you got to have facilities. The, the facilities at HBCUs are just... Like, even the difference between, like, Howard and Temple is drastic. And Temple's not a big program. I couldn't even imagine the difference between Michigan and Howard. Right. So it's like, it, 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 once you get that ownership within America where it's like, now people are getting mad, like Tim Tebow. He's like, oh, I, uh, I, my family, um, we were good, so I, I didn't want to get paid. But you were playing with a bunch of niggas. So my, my, you couldn't get paid. Uh, the only reason I disagree with you, bro, is... And Even I, going back to the documentary we talked about last week uh, about um, the change of college football. It's an evil world we live in. Happened, right? At the end of the day, it's an evil world we live in. All those super talented black kids were going to HBCUs. There's always going to be the, the super talented kid that wants to be at the school, the huge school. The school where, where there's where there's sixty thousand, seventy thousand people. It, even but even if they you get it, a new point. No, I'm saying even if you know you get a class where you, let's say five of the top, you know, let's say five of the top fifteen kids 
all go to HBCU, right? Let, let's say that that like that happens. But you, but, that's but, not gonna. That's not. I don't. I don't. I still don't see that as a trend that can continue throughout the next ten years. John, like, I see that as a class. Like I literally just used the Duke the Duke situation, and that's why I say it takes one class. What you're saying, I 100 percent agree with you because I don't think anyone will ever take that risk. But hold on, then you say it takes one class. It takes one class to do what though? Like, like what's the, the, like what are they accomplishing like, then? By when we were talking about the jail and roll shit, it's like if the Fab Five was at an HBCU, when social media. I mean, it was social media wasn't out, but that's when cameras started being. Okay, out. okay. So yeah. it's like it it take. No one's gonna be that kid to to. Like for example, uh, uh, just don't get out there. Like the Lamelo Ball and the RJ Hampton thing. Like people think it think. Actually, I'm gonna even go to Emmanuel Moutier and Brandon Jennings. So they were like the first guys to do the the European thing. Yep. People at when, at the time said they were fucking tripping. They were, they were in extreme situations because they couldn't pass the fucking SATs. <laughs> but it's like, it, the reason why I'm saying it takes one class, if Zion and, what was it, Zion, RJ, and C, um, Cam, Reddish. Cam Reddish, if they're still going to, what, they were all top 10? Cam, the Cam top five, top? yeah. So it's like, if we can get a class, I, once again, I'm not saying this is ever going to happen, and which is why I never had this conversation anymore, because no one's ever going to do this. This is a, a myth. But if we can get a class where kids are like, oh, I can still get to the pros. Because at the end of the day, all those kids are going to these schools, one, because they're getting paid, and two, because we're, we're, you're, you're guaranteed to go to the league if you but want I, to do it. I, I, I mm. hear you. And I, but like, but that's my, and that's, I guess, what my point is. So even if, and I said, let, let's just say you're right and that class happens, right? I don't think that's a trend that can be sustained over a long period of time. Or even so, like, end, the next year. Because like, at the end of the day, you're still going to have to compete with the Kentuckys, with the North Carolinas, with the Dukes who want you. It's not like before they didn't want you. But when you guys keep saying that, like you're completely changing what I'm talking about. Because I agree How? with what How? you're saying. How am I changing what I'm saying though? You say you, I agree. You're saying that's the way you're saying, you're saying if, if a class the, happens no, no, the that, that would spark more niggas to go HBC. Because no? it's the, the thing that Duke that we just saw happen with Duke, and we talked about this on the podcast and we did the research. I think it was the 2010, 2011 class, and this is what Gilbert Arena said that Duke's paying their players. But whatever the class, I don't know if it was Kyrie or the one before. Before that, Duke never had a five-star recruit. Once Duke started getting those kids, then they started comp- competing with Calipari. And that's why I say it takes one class to no, prove but, that it's No, but I think, it's but at that, I think it changes at, le- at that level, though. You're, like, you're at high Duke in college basketball, yeah. Like, it's, what? It's going to switch. You're not, switch. You're, but it's not like these lower the teams Kentuckys. are going to be able to compete then. It's just because they sign like, a couple of good kids. Yeah, we're talking about Howard, not, though. Like, we're not talking, I'm not talking about good kids. I'm talking about one and done. But you're comparing apples to apples. Like, Howard to Kentucky's apples to oranges. It's two different worlds. Like, yeah. could, like, so, yeah, you're right. Duke going after not getting five-star no, prospects no, 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 no. But you guys are, saying, the, you game, guys are but saying the barriers, which I understand. I agree with everything you're saying, and that's why it's never going to happen. Because at the end of the day, Duke is going to be like, why the fuck are you going to Howard? Yeah. I have 200 bands for you. Yeah. 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 I have a, a whole audience for you. Yeah, but exactly. the, But what I'm saying is, if one class like Zion, we're never going to see a class like Zion again. Like, whatever is happening right now in college, we're not going to see a Zion, RJ. That's the first time we've ever really seen that, where we've seen three kids, freshmen, come in together. I, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. Where I've never yeah, seen I don't think, no, three, the three, John, John three freshmen. John Wall year. Was there three? Eric Bledsoe, John Wall. Eric Bledsoe won the top ten? Yeah. yeah. Where did yeah. Eric Bledsoe go? Top ten, Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky. Yeah. No, no, no. no. John I'm Wall saying top Cousins. ten in top ten in the draft. Top ten in the draft. Um, no, nah, he went. Like, oh, 15, we're all. 15, I'm saying guys. all three kids went in the lottery. Like Eric Bosa was in the twenties. 
Like Eric Bussel was good. He didn't start in Kentucky and he went to the league. I'm not saying that. Of course, we've seen that because Calipari Anthony has Davis been doing that. Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis, Davis, Davis and Kid Gilchrist. Was okay, there a third and then guy? Was, it, was there a third guy? I don't, I'm saying three guys. There was a third like, guy. Wasn't Cat on that team? No, Cat was no. Cat was younger. There was a third guy though in that year. What year was eighty? Uh, was 2011, 2012. Can you look this up for Brandon? Twenty twelve draft, I think. That's so went uh, eighteen. Yeah, not lottery. Okay. What was it? Can you look up Anthony Davis, uh, Kentucky year? What year that was, and who was on that team? They had another guy though. I know they had another. I'm almost positive they had another top guy that year. Oh, it was Terrence Jones. He went 18, so. Oh, he went 18. Yeah. I don't think we've seen the top, like, a three lottery, like, freshman lottery. And Terrence Jones wasn't oh, a freshman. Oh, what about Brandon Knight? Nah, Brandon Knight's team oh, was no, bad. Oh, no, he left. He Brandon Knight's team was trash. Yeah. He left that year. Yeah, that you're the, right. I think that was the. Marquis and, Steve and was the third guy. He, you know, he you was know, like you know what's actually rounder. funny? You know what's yeah. actually extremely funny? When, when I used to talk about this years ago, I was, like, the one person who can change the course of black people in America is fucking Calipari. Like if Calipari took, and the reason why I had this idea is because what Bruce Perrell's doing at um Auburn. No man, but just yo, it's still yo. Let's it's go, hold still on. What's, what's Bruce Perrell doing like, at Auburn? Let, let me like let what's me, let me, what's he doing? Yeah, let him finish. Yeah, all right. Go the ahead. fact that Auburn is getting like five star kids. They're not. I'm not saying they're good. They're paying them, but, but <laughs> they are, no, they are paying them, and I understand that. But it's, I understand it's still Auburn. I even if you're getting paid, John. Like right now, you guys are saying all the stuff that we know, and that's why it's not going to happen. But I'm just saying, those those are the those are the type of guys that can literally change the course of history, because once once we can develop our schools to be as powerful as these other schools, because at the end of the day, the reason why all the schools that we mentioned are as powerful as they are. What's that movie that we were fucking forced to watch when we were kids? Glory Road. I hate that movie. Oh, yo, everybody in the mother oh, seen that fucking had movie. Had to watch that. The cra- it's crazy. They were playing Kentucky. They beat fucking Kentucky. Kentucky had the money, then Kentucky started getting them kids. And that's that literally is the reason why these schools are as powerful. They, black people built these universities. Sports is the most powerful thing ever. Like people, Like, even just me going to Temple University. From 2009, when I went to that school... To where it is now, they have this fucking looks like fucking Optimus Prime is on campus now. They got a fucking glow, glowed up like literally, it's nuts. They they've transformed North Philly. They're about to build a football stadium. Do you know why? It's because fucking they they got lucky and they got fucking Bernard Pierce because he was a troubled kid and he fucking ran for almost like got into the Heisman fucking running. And Damn. after that, they started being able to out recruit Rutgers. And literally because of that, now Temple's building up all these buildings. And just and that's the only reason my point. It takes one class. It's never going to happen because at the end of the day, who Duke's coming at you and Kentucky's coming at you, Howard's coming at you, and we're like, "Yo, Howard's like, yo, you can change the culture. Bring you and your homies from your AU team. You guys can change the culture." No, I'm not taking that. I'm going to fucking Duke or Kentucky. Me personally, LeBron, for example, LeBron could have that conversation with his kid, like, "Yo, LeBron, you, you take your AU team." Go to fucking Howard. That could change the course of history. He's not going to do it. His son's going to go to fucking Duke. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to happen. But I'm saying that could, that's the beginning where our schools, because those white people will come to those schools. Howard's fucking in the gentrified community. I don't know if you've ever seen um, 
the, these videos of like the white people fighting because they like walking their dog on Howard's campus. Yeah, I've seen that. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah I've yeah, never yeah, seen yeah. like shit like that. It's like all these schools, all these HBCUs are and communities are getting gentrified. So white people there, white people are going to go. And there's like new white people who had just moved in like the past yeah. couple of years and fucking Think, So actually, yeah. Right. So my question is to you is so the DC community, for example, Georgetown used to be big. So you know, you guys like basketball. If Howard is a powerhouse, you think white people are going to start? Mind you, they accept white people at this school. You know, Paul, Paul went to Howard. Do you think white people are going to start watching it? Start Wait. watching it or start supporting, like, start trying to go to the school? Like, like being fans of it. White people will watch. Sure, they'll be fans. But like, I'm talking about not like they get five, they, five big classes. They're the number one team. They have a run. They have a run. Yeah. Start investing in it? No. Still don't think white people are going to invest. I mean, look, if they can get a TV deal, then. So you don't think, so you don't think they, white people will be a part of, like, they won't, there won't be bandwagon fans if all HBCUs are killing. You think they'll still be attached? Oh no, to the they, they they. I mean, they, I'm saying a very big mystical so, thing. So, it so, won't ever happen. So I think I think they will show love, but do I think they will leave their original schools for an HBCU? No, only because I like the culture that I have seen in let's just say college football. Right? Do I think a, a diehard Tennessee fan is going to now become a fan of Howard because they had you know six great classes? No, they have Mahiri. Mahiri's the HBCU. I mean, I don't think you have to be like a Tennessee fan or anything. I think it's just like I mean, whoever, if you're, if you're, if you're, like if you're a young Tennessee. kid coming up and you see like Howard doing well or any HBCU, and that's my point. Like, and they're like dominating. Matt, it's kind of like, for instance, like if you're from the Pacific I, I Northwest remember. and you see like Gonzaga doing well, like ten years ago you might not have given a shit about Gonzaga, but now the last few years they're a good team. They probably have a following which now is, that they wouldn't have before. Which is still a majority white school. We're talking we're, we're, like so at the end of the day, we're saying, talking about black people. You're basically white. saying it's niggas as fuck. In America, yeah, because that's. The system that's set up. So there's no way the to break, up, the so there's no is, way to break the system. No, you have to change the system. It, but I don't think what I'm I, saying I is basically change the system. I don't think those ways. But in order, but so in order to change the system, you need to have backing. So first, we would need to get Howard to a point where we so can what even if, compete so with these other big what schools. If, what if? What if? And they'll put money into Howard. What if did buy more property, mind, get a bigger fucking facility? Then, then we can have this conversation. The only reason I always yeah. bring up Howard is because they actually have the infrastructure to actually do this. Yeah, me too. Because like, and this is probably the most popular, money. whatever. Yeah, they're, but they're but like, like, what if what if, but Diddy, like, what if Diddy was they, like Diddy comes to LeBron and all his like LeBron, you have a kid. LeBron's kid. It amazes me that he's fucking fourteen years or fifteen years old and he's doing what he's doing. And it's like, yo, LeBron, you get him the fucking Ethiopian looking kid who looks like Kevin Durant. Um, fucking the Mikey it, Williams Imani? kid, Imani Bates. Yeah. Um, Mike Mike Williams, and we're like, yo, let's. I'll I'll throw them the bread. Let's make how like let's make the shit. Once pop again, it. But once again, though, I think you got to start investing into the school deeper before that even matters. Yeah, I think the school my thing needs. Is, even if you get the one off, it's just not going to matter over the long haul unless you you can you are able to say not even just a cult. Hey, you want to go to Auburn? Cool. Look at our facility. Oh, it, it may be not be there, but it's damn near close. Listen. Great example. Oklahoma State booster just died. T. Boone Pickens. He basically built that school out of nothing. It was basically just like an agricultural school. He came in, started bank bankrolling the school, built them this whole stadium, whole uh, athletic athletic department, buildings and everything. And now it's like a big, big time Big exactly. 12 school. It didn't I, matter before. It was just, a, just like a small school before. Now, now so it matters. So now when kids you are need going, something like that. now that kids are going, now they can go, well, shit, this shit's just as big as wherever. Exactly. And it's, I fuck with it a little bit it's more. It's not just Oklahoma's but, little brother. It matters. So just cashing a class to the mat, it's got to be the school itself. You got to be able to compete once again, that's why I keep with saying, the bigger schools. Again, just I on keep, the power level. Once again, I keep saying it, it's only going to have, like, that's why I started it with the whole, like, black people all meeting together, where it's like, oh, people in the community know this is, this is, 
the ultimate goal. You're still getting to the league. But once again, I'm just going to like segue kind of off it. But my last point is if black people ever were able to do this, you know what I think would happen? They would come out, get shot. No, they would. Well, that or <laughs> change the tax laws. No, or something. They, would, they would create sanctions. Yeah, so something's gonna happen. It's like with the NCAA and, and, and the NBA, they'll be like, "Oh, like we won't draft kids who go to do one and done time." Because all the one and done kids are going to be sacred red light. All start doing cool shit. Oh, we got something, something. And then when they realize, like, "Oh shit, this is gonna fuck up our our bottom end," like, you know what I'm saying. But um, Brandon, um, you got any news? Yeah, I got some stories. Well, we talked about six nine over. Hold up, hold up. Let me, let me get some news. News, 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 <laughs> news, news, Thank news you, for man. you. It's um, brand new with the news. news. I just want to brush past news. it one more time. News for you. He started his testimony against oh, that's the former gang. <laughs> I thought it was part Bloods. of the drop. All right. He identified you, people and provided photographs. 6 9 also mentioned rapper Trippy Red. As said, uh, he said Trippy Red was a part of the 5 9 Brims. His information was all through live tweets from Matthew Russell Lee, who was uh, tweeting from the courtroom of Manhattan Thurgood Marshall United States Courthouse. Uh, Sports Illustrated released an article about Antonio Brown paints an eerie picture of Brown's history. From numerous accusations against Brown, such as in the account of sexual misconduct, stealing from charity auctions, multiple domestic incidents, and a long list of unpaid debts. When it, yeah. no, you're good, you're good. Uh, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm sorry, not to cut you off. I'm off the AB wave. I know we he he played well for us. It's disgusting. Innocent to proven guilty. No, it like at best innocent. he's just an asshole. Because now we're just R. Kelly in this shit. At best he's an asshole. Yeah, at the very best he's an asshole. Yeah. At the worst he's a psycho. Yeah. I'm good for the record. I'm good. But go ahead. My last story. When it comes to sexual assault accuser, the NFL spent about ten hours in. Oh, that's that must be a lost oh, conversation. The NFL's gonna again. Go ahead. You think? They should have put on. They should have put on pay leave. Uh, the commissioner's list, right? Yeah, you should yeah. just should just make it unprecedented. I know he has. He knows no criminal investigation. Yeah, actually, while we're on this, I know. I didn't just, fucking bring this up. Just, I didn't bring uh, this up earlier, but a lot of the shit that's happening is the same shit that we heard about Luke Wall and. and they just kind of brushed it over. <laughs> they watch no, it. it's not. Down. No, it was they one. No, down. this is not the same. I mean, it's multiple stories. It's multiple stories. If it was just one story, I would have a whole different. I would but not. But the one story is true. At the end of the day, it's the point. We don't yeah. know if the one story is true I, for I, AB. I agree. We know that the one story for Luke, yeah, like they went Luke Wan, is guilty in this story. No, that's what that's what was fucked up. He settled. Did he settle? I didn't hear anything about it after the announcement. I heard he settled and they brushed it off. That's not what happened. Yeah, what are you talking and about? And I thought they settled. I heard they. I heard they settled. They settled. They settled at the civil trial. I don't know. Like Drake settled in his trial too, and that got brushed under as well. But you but, know, that's no, but, shit. Uh, but it's not even that. It's because uh, it's not even that, my nigga. It's just it's piling up. No, the doctor doctors are saying he doesn't pay them. He just farts in their face doing like like let's li- yeah. like it, little weird remember, shit like that. Remember to a few me? months ago, there was that story about the uh, the chef or something that he hired. Yeah, we talked about that. It's, it's just, just like weird like, that everything's right, kind of like yo, snowballing like now. now it's like, at this point, AB, you, there's just too much stuff that we don't know that we gotta we gotta find out. And you can't play until we find out what the fuck's going on. Like you, you can't. 
Because now you're making us look crazy again. Absolutely. And now we're going to come back out and suspend you. And now people are going to be pissed. Because, like, niggas, y'all knew the same shit before. Because there's still no cops involved. They're doing about, there's still no police involved. And I guarantee you they're still going to suspend him. And they're going to be like, well, what's the point? James Not the cops. What was the point of fucking waiting? They're going to suspend them. I know they're going to do it. They're going to suspend them. Because if they don't, they're going to look like shit. From Illinois. Go ahead, bro. About a letter of protest against James after he tried to trademark Taco Tuesday. That's it. Is it Obama Netflix or something? Yeah. Uh, just a quick sidebar just on that. You heard, you heard about the Obama situation? The Obama situation? Is it Obama Netflix or something? So, no, no, not that. Oh. So, the Obamas, there's a name for a foundation that they want to patent, but somebody already has the name. And they're kind of trying to strong arm about the name. Oh, it's like a patent troll situation. Yeah. Where they're trying so to like, like ransom it off. Yeah. And they're trying to like pay him off for it. Like, no, it's ours. How can Obama's do this to us? And they're kind of like, well, you weren't doing shit with it. So like yeah, now you're just, you're just being a dick. So that happens a lot. People have patents that don't yeah, do anything with it. Patent troll. They do it all the I've time. I've been doing a lot of research in that. So hopefully that doesn't, we don't cross that road. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Oh, are we done? Yeah, yeah, that's it. What you got, bro? Um, so for the question segment, mind you, Brandon or any of you guys, um, think of a factor cap because I don't have one. But the question segment, um, this is fitting because we're watching Joe Budden's podcast. But since Santana, she said, how long does it take to get over a heartbreak? How long do you guys feel? Or have you guys ever been heartbroken? <sighs> how long does it take? Oh, the answer is yes to the to that second question. But how long does it take? Every situation is different. I mean, the longest it's taken me for one was probably like, like officially fully where they're like, I, so this is how I know I've gotten over a heartbreak. If I can see you with another man and not feel away. Like whether it's a picture in mm. person or anything uh, like that, my ego's too big. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about think, that. I don't know about that. Oh no! So that so I'm just saying personally. So personally okay. for me, I know I'm like I've settled. I'm okay. Like every, if I can just see with another man, it's cool. Like all right, right. hey sis, good job. What does it cool mean? Because I'm just talking about. I'm just trying to analyze myself right so now. So in other words, like I'm not gonna like it. Like I don't. It, don't, it doesn't trigger me. I'm not triggered. Okay. I can make. I can, right, probably, I can probably laugh. I can probably whatever. I think a corny whatever. All right, cool. But like I'm not like hurt. You know what I'm saying? That's how I know I'm over a breakup. So I think I the longest it's taken me for one of those is like a year. And the shortest probably was like four months. <laughs> I was going to say it's like between like five and like eight months for me. <laughs> takes a while. I can't think of a time for I was going to say like two weeks. Mixie Dwan, Nickerson, heartbreak. Bitch, I got another one on the phone. <laughs> Honestly, so I think like... This is gonna sound crazy, but <laughs> yeah, we expect it. <laughs> I feel like my young dealings, like I feel like I've. So one thing I've always, I always tell people, is my biggest heartbreak in my life never came from a woman. So where did it come from? From the homies. So I don't. You you guys know my friend group, and like I don't know if you guys have realized we're not as close as what you what you know us as. I don't know if you know it's like with me, Norm, you know what I'm saying? I, there's one person who I don't hang out with no more. I don't know if you ever noticed that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's probably like the biggest heartbreak I've ever had because, and I still haven't gotten over that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like with girl, I'd probably say like three months. Like, with a girl, like, I always have a mind in my head. Like, I can always replace them. But when it comes to the homies, like, that's something I've literally never gotten over. And it's just like, I have that feeling with my friends. And it's like, we're still cool. 
You know what? I I I actually can feel you. I I've, uh, I'm not gonna say the homie name, but there was a nigga who I used to run with for a, a good amount of time, like three four years, and we had a falling out. And to this day, I feel away. Like, even to another nigga who I mean, and it doesn't even have anything to do with the nigga who I don't speak to. Like, yeah, I, it like just, still fuck that nigga. I just, but I just feel like with the homies. Like just, I look at these niggas and I'm like. I could yeah. never. You see, and honestly, and honestly, like you know, just being transparent, like that's why when I came back home, it's like I've been friends with y'all niggas since we were childhood, and it's like niggas have never changed. We we stopped speaking multiple times, but it's like we've had arguments, but it's never been on that type time. You know what I'm saying? Because it hurts when like it hurts when it, like for niggas. Because there is that loyalty factor, right? And it's like, yo, just as men, it's like and that yo, goes back to the guy. And girlfriend. Yeah, it's like yeah. there's certain men things. That we and you are, are friends, we cool, we have unwritten rules that we know we can't cross. It's a fact. And when you see a nigga that you, even if y'all was the best friends, but y'all was just cool people, you see that nigga cross this, like, damn, you a fuck nigga. And I even know you was a fuck nigga. And I heard, like, damn, you ain't have to do all that, my nigga. It's a fact. Like, it wasn't even that deep. Mm-hmm. You could have hit shorty if you wanted it. You could have, like, you could just hit a we nigga. Had like, a, hey, we could have had a conversation. We could have had to sit down, like, yo, I really y'all like it. Y'all could have set up the conversation, and like, and you know, what been, boom. It but like, good. you you had to handle like a fuck nigga. So like, nah, I feel you though. I feel so you know. I like, I just thought of that. Off, like when we was writing that, when I wrote that shit down, I wasn't even thinking about that. But I don't think my biggest heartbreak in life was with a woman. It was definitely that situation. But um, do you guys have a factor cap? Because I don't. Nah, I really need that shit. Um, yeah, if you guys can think of a factor cap, um. Feel free to let us know. Uh, factor cap drop. I'll give $100 to whoever has the best factor cap drop. Ooh, ooh, contest alert. So, um, contest alert. Yeah, so this is episode 34 of the What You Expect podcast, the Walter Payton episode. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Like, hit these girls DMs. Follow the Instagram, the Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the meantime, listen to that. Um, check out the website. You got some new stuff coming. Yeah. By the way. Loki R&B coming Yes, yes. Check out the yes. website Shout out to Ty Kev Shout out to Ty Kev Everybody who works on the website Shout out to all the niggas Man, I know the shit Shout out to my man Brandon Always doing the goddamn news So goddamn wonderfully class, Let's do class with Brandon Yeah clap that shit out Yeah no, my nigga Brandon Give it up Give it up A whole lot of gang shit So yeah um, We out Fuck off hey. oh, What you expect Legendary in the flesh Everything to excess Doing more nothing less Only wanna be the best Chasing money I'm possessed Your new girl don't impress All I did was just finesse Ooh.